Hi everyone, this is the PPUK podcast and with me today is Paddy, Lee and Andy. Hey, hey. And Leah couldn't make it this for this one, but uh, um, hopefully we'll see her soon. Um, yeah, today we'll be going, uh, we'll be looking into Batman! One that I think is personally a little bit underrated, so who wants to take this on? Hang on, you're telling me I get to talk about two of my favourite things, Prince and Batman. Okay, so, so Lee's going to be kind of... Lee, set us up, because you were into Batman before... The... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've talked about this on previous podcast episodes where uh, Batman was me dipping my toe into to Prince. Uh, I was on a school trip, and the girl that I was interested in at the time was listening to... Uh, party man on the coach and I just remember her singing uh, black and white red and green and uh, that was kind of me going oh yeah I'm gonna start listening to Prince so it's you know stroke up the conversation kind of thing and uh, yeah and then obviously it followed on I got into it after like Diamonds and Pearls but yeah no I love the Batman soundtrack and the, the, the motion picture Batman 89 or 1989 uh, it's definitely like my favourite Batman movie. Yes, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love it. I, I, I do think it is an underrated um, album. And, you know, there's a lot of tracks, you know. If you if you watch Batman the film and you see Jack Nicholson dancing to Party Man in the art gallery scene, you do not switch it over. You will watch that scene. Um, and I absolutely love it. And, you know, some of the best bits in the movie is because it's got... Prince playing, so I will fight anyone that disagrees with that. <laughs> so yeah, no fight here. <laughs> this again, this is I think uh, you and me, Lee, I think are in the same place where I think Paddy and Andy were already like pretty much Prince fans or uh, study Prince fans by the time this came out and had you know expectations and everything. But wow, for wow, me- wow, wow, wow. Oh. Uh, oh. <clears throat> for me, so yeah. I'm just gonna throw this in because it's like um, Batman uh, was the first album, the first new album I got, having got into Prince. Oh. So I remember where I was when I heard the first. Well, it had been Bat Dance, I suppose. I can remember where I was when I heard Bat Dance for the first time. But yeah, I got I got into Prince uh, in '88, um, and just yeah, obviously devoured the back catalogue up until that point. Um, and yeah, Bat Dance was the first new album that came out, and I was it was very interesting for me because I'd started laying my foundations down with with him as an artist, and then I got this album. Um, and at the time, yeah, it was fascinating. And again, similar to uh, Lee, I'm a, I'm a huge comics fan, um, so these are two of my favorite things as well. And that summer was one hell of a summer. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, I can't imagine, I mean, listening to this in retrospect, I mean, I 
I listened to the singles because my brother was like a sci-fi geek, comic book geek. So he had, I think I've said this before on previous episodes, that he had the singles, like the seven-inch singles. So I knew the A-side and the B-side, and I just got really into, you know, Batman, 200 Balloons, Party Man, Fill You Up, Arms of Orion, and, and I, I Love You and Me. Uh because he was just buying anything that had a Batman logo on it. And it just so happens that, you know, the music was good as well. But it wasn't until later when I got into, like when I had already been into a couple of, a couple of albums deep into Prince that I decided to get that album. And that's, and I was quite surprised by the album. The future was, I thought, I thought the singles were good and, and I didn't know because the future wasn't a single in the UK, but um, I was just like, "Wow, this is this is again like a, a the same moment I had with Thunder of like goosebumps and everything." The future did the same thing for me, and I was kind of wondering if it did the same thing for people who were into Prince beforehand. Presume that's a Paddy and Andy. Well, Paddy or Andy, you know. Well, you're asking me to talk about one of my favourite things, and that's Prince, and the Batman element is fine. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm not not big into my superheroes. I prefer your more more graphic novels and your Robert Crumbs and stuff. Um, I've got got some time for all of that. I really have. I've uh, uh, just dissed Batman a bit more than I needed to. and I, could, uh, I, I was excited about the film at the time. Batman, the album, this whole project was the second one I was waiting for. Love Sexy was the one I was waiting for. So I was uh, one ahead of you on that, Lee. And I know that uh, your first one that you were waiting for was Symbol Album, Shopes? We said this the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. That's the first time, I, first time I was actually waiting for an album to come out. Exactly. Yeah. So what, what was the first time you were waiting for an album to come out, Lee? Um, probably Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation. No, 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 a Prince, Prince one. A uh, Prince one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Prince, Prince, uh, sorry, wrong podcast. podcast. Oh my god, he didn't write Rhythm Nation, did he? <laughs> probably. It, it, you heard it here first. Um, there is a link. <laughs> um, yeah. probably, yeah, probably sim symbol album or yeah, uh, okay. Diamonds and Pearls. Yeah. All right, so that's the first one you're waiting for. Mine was Love Sexy, and then you know, yeah. Love Sexy turned out to be a religious experience in most ways for both Prince fans and Prince himself, you know. And uh, and then Batman came out, and I was absolutely whelmed. I thought it was not amazing, and I thought there was good stuff all over it, and. I remember work. It was. I, I remember going. Uh, this seems a bit simple compared to what's happened before, and this is the one where I start to go. Uh, I had to work a bit at it. Love, sexy. I had to work at because it was so complex, and it took me a while to understand it. And it was amazing. And once it started opening up for me after about a week, I was gone. That's what turned me into a rabid Prince fan. Batman. I thought it ain't all that i didn't i didn't dislike it but i'll say right now before anybody you know dials off in discuss here i think uh it has aged amazingly and over the years i think it is one it is right at the very top of second tier prints for me it is it, it, it almost occupies its own tier it's a it's a fantastic album i have mm. nothing but love for this entire thing but it 
it didn't automatically sit right with me. And there's some good reasons for that, I think, that we'll hopefully talk about. Andy, if you don't mind me asking, do you think it was too commercial at the time? It wasn't that it was too commercial for me. I just felt like it, well, okay, we'll get right onto these reasons. I think, I think, there's a lot of claustrophobia in the album. It's very tight. It's very airless. It doesn't sound. It it doesn't it doesn't really announce itself with that amazing fireworks of every Prince project up until that point. It seems more subdued. It seems darker, but it just seemed less inspired. It seemed simpler. It didn't have that cartoony breathlessness. And then it it's a very different flavour over time. I've Come more and more to appreciate that flavour and see, uh, but just, it, it it just it just felt a bit dull to me as a Prince project at first. I know what you mean, but I I just I I think I look at it from from a different just a different slant. Um, for me, it felt more focused because it was kind of it was in. Let's face it, it was a different cake for Prince. Was this? He was doing something yeah. that was. Um, had a, a a big bunch of creativity that actually had nothing to do with him and a, um, some legacy pop culture content and all that kind of thing. Um, and I think, I, I, I do get what you're saying though. And I think I see, I just see well, it as, well, well, here's an example of somebody who is using their massive skill and, and just put it into a box a little bit more. And I love that in retrospect and uh, over time. I love that. That's one of the things that makes it so fascinating is that Prince was harnessing his stuff for, you know, to fit in with with another 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 vision or just bouncing off that other vision. Um, but uh, here's here's the here's the real kicker. I mean, Bat Dance is amazing. It's berserk, right? That is. Oh, yeah. By the way, none of this, uh, this is, when I say a bit dull or a bit drab at the time, this is by Prince's standards. This is like, uh, almost yeah. nothing, almost nothing on that album is normal, quote unquote. It's bizarre. It's fantastic. It's Prince still being bizarre, but it, it um, but I will say, even though Bat Dance is a berserk and inc- incredible, strange thing to put out as a single, there isn't, a giant single on that album. There isn't a Kiss. There isn't an Alphabet Street. There isn't a When Doves Cry. There isn't a 1999. There isn't. I think a that's Rose. kind of unfair to Party Man. I disagree strongly. I love Party Man, but it is not in the. It just look at where it is in the public consciousness. It's nowhere. That, that's what. I, there isn't a world-beating single on there. I wouldn't say it's nowhere. I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's up there with Kiss or Doves Cry. That's fair, but like any. I think it, within like people who know the film, or remember the uh, film. I, I've got to disagree with you. Not for the first time ever, Shanks. But Party Man, Party Man doesn't yeah. sit. Party Man doesn't sit on any classic song list. And I'm uh, outside of the Prince universe. Uh, whilst I absolutely love the song, and it's arguably the best. Well. Hmm. The best is obviously a very str- is, is is the weirdness that it is saying that, but yeah, I don't I don't think it's I don't think it is a massive hit single in the it's consciousness not, in a way. Right. It's not a major song in the culture in the same. Uh, certainly not something like Kiss or Raspberry Beret or, mm, or Alpha okay. I and and, and like, that. Oh, poor Chopin. No, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> I just think hard. saying that there's nothing that's like a big hit. I think Party Man is. Um, Bat dance. 
Yeah, yeah, I think the Bad, Bad Dogs is incredible, but it, and it and it was a gimmick song and an, an amazing one. No one else could have done anything like it. Yeah, but but it, it was Bat Dance got to number one in America and number two over here because of the Bat Dance hype, uh, Batman hype, and mm. because Prince just put on. I mean, it is a fireworks show. I just said there wasn't a fireworks show, but uh, Bat Dance is the one. Uh, Bat, Bat, Bat Dance was a um a, a very clever, bizarre, kooky thing to throw at people, but. Again, no, no one's. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's it, it's the first al- It's the first album in a in a long run of albums in the eighties where there isn't an absolute titanic monster for the public. On on the premise that I always cite the true, true brilliant. I mean, in my opinion, the true, true brilliance sits from Dirty Mind to Love Sexy. Love Sexy. So on that premise, in my head, and that's just my opinion, obviously. Um, it's the correct yeah, one. Batman just sits out. Batman <laughs> just, Batman just sits out of the yeah. I, Well, I'm I'm totally with you, Paddy. That's what I mean. I think it's the <laughs> very top of tier two. It's kind. Of, th- this album sounds very little like any Prince project before or after, and that's one of the reasons yeah. I love it. If it's got anything in common with another Prince album, it sounds like, in a great way, the kind of hangover from Love Sexy. I, I think it's like, I, to be quite honest, it's like Dirty Mind on a budget uh, with uh-huh. a, with a budget, that's with a good, good. budget. All right, love, love it's it, like, because it's him. It's 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 minimal, like it's minimalist, and it's just him basically. It's it's him sitting in a room, and by all accounts, from the end, like the interviews with the engineers, like interesting. You said claustrophobic because it was like the the VHSs were coming in every day, and he was basically just sit there with a keyboard up there, a guitar at that arms, the uh, um, this microphone. Hung over the desk, and he was just basically making it there, not even using the live room. It was all done in the control room. Yeah, and there's a that famous clip, isn't there, of him playing the? Is it the bass? He's playing. Oh yeah, Pardon, man. Stolen that yeah. from me already, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we all we all want to. See I keep it up. Yeah, although I, although I think that's at Olympic Studios in London when he's on the tour, isn't it? Doing the video mix. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't actually him making the. So it may be some overdubs for a. And that also that bass part never made it onto the twelve inch. So yeah, no, that it it definitely did. It definitely did. Did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the one on. It's one on the dance. But, I, I, yeah, I know. like I know the the video mix. Uh, but I'm, I'm not sure that that actual yeah, bass yeah. run is actually on uh, there. Do you know what? I, you may actually be right. I'll have to go back and listen. When I, I hear that, when I listen to that the video mix, it's. Uh, you know, like everybody on the dance floor, you know, like then all those little like he was really into it. This if it time. is, he's mixed it really low. But yeah, you may be you may be right. Actually, I'd I think say I, I'd say I, it is. I, I love all those. We should all go back and listen after this. I love. Yeah, I love yeah that's little, actually worth a listen. I love all those tumbling bits of artificial percussion he put on things around this time, though. In that, yeah. like you've got like as he's playing the bass, and then you've got it in Lemon Crush. And it and oh. like, uh, it's like little bricks falling down a staircase in perfect syncopation. It's brilliant. But um, I uh, I what does it give to? Oh, I forget. Do carry on. <laughs> oh, no, you've just. I just have to have a moment, a second, because Lemon Crush. Oh <laughs> my God, I I love oh, that song. Oh, ca- sorry, can I pull you up on it? Here's why it's not like Dirty Mind for me, right? Okay, even, yeah. Even though it's Prince, more or less alone. The arrangements yeah. are so busy, and like 
and, and you know yeah. that he's they're packed they're packed into that and they're packed in a really interesting way which is what the sound of the album's all about in dirty mind you've basically got a very traditional band set up played by one person right yeah um and it's very sparse and that's what you know that lends it all the new wave and punky feel and um new wave punk funk and then in batman he feels every available second even though he's doing it all he fills it with synths and effects and little samples that he's taken, you know, got Eric Leeds and the sounds of Black Nickel, Black Nickel yeah. Orchestra, is that right? And it, But he sampled those and just, he won't let, he won't let a minute, he, he won't let And there's Claire Fisher's strings sampled into it. So, but it's so, still... It's so dense and I love it for that, but that's why it's not like Dirty Mind in that respect. But, it, but it's still, well, but for me, it's still not, um, obviously I'm not saying it's exactly like Dirty Mind, it's still got that thing where it's that small room sound where there's, you know, it's not got the massive reverbs that are, you know, like it's a lot in a small space. Yeah, exactly. It's got those little details, but they just come in for like, they come in, you know, like on like, um, like, yeah, the future's got Claire Fisher strings, but it's like, then cuts dead. And it's like, you know, like that's about the sparsest song on there. And, and that to me, a lemon crush is pretty sparse as well. Ah, uh, it's so busy in the second half, and like in a love sexy way, love sexy yeah, the album way. Um, and I, uh, love, it, love sexy with half the tracks. It, I would it sounds, say it, it sounds like I'm dissing this album. I love this album. I, I feel like I got off on the wrong foot, but um, no, 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 no. It doesn't sound that way you, at all. You're in a row. You're in a row. I'm listening. It's, it's I like your I, perspective. No, but again, coming back to all those, like what you just said, Chopin, about taking a Claire Fisher sample or taking an Eric Leeds or Sound to Blackness sample, he, I, I, what I love about this album is that he doesn't allow any of those parts to breathe organically, even though they're played on organic instruments. He turns them into little frozen artifacts that he inserts yeah. surgically into every track. There is no breathing space. It's, that's what I mean by claustrophobic. It, there is no air in this album. And it's pla- there is a, a plastic quality to it. It's high yeah. quality plastic, but I know yeah. what you mean. It doesn't, it's not, um, it's the opposite <laughs> album would be Around the World in a Day or Dirty Minded. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and it's not, it's not organic. It's not. And, and like, it feels to me like he's building this weird, you know, that does mirror the kind of corrupt, uh, corrupt dystopia city gone wrong of Gotham that was that, yeah. that mm-hmm. was about. It's perfectly gets that. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, you know, th- th- I should also, sorry, I'll let someone else talk. Which way? No, 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 movie. you're saying good stuff. Don't carry yeah. on. The other, the other thing that is very unfair about Batman, I'm sure we all know this reference, it's the Shaun of the Dead gag. Oh, yeah. that's so unfair, but, but it's funny. So unfair. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's, it, I know, but it's just like... I, I'm it's just still like, funny. I can enjoy a good Prince gag, but it's just like, oh, you really... Yeah, that is how the public feels about Batman, unfortunately, the album. I think that's how the critics feel felt yeah. about it. That sounded more like a critic's response rather I, than a... You know, I, 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 I honestly... a fan, not a critic, isn't he? He's I honestly fan. think that the Batman, Batman album is one that sits in people's glove box from years ago. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm saying this to a limited degree because obviously yeah. there were back then, but I do feel it's one of those glove box albums which, yeah, isn't preeminent in their in their sort of, um, in, in their mind, like Purple Rain is, but you can just put it on and it's banging. I just wonder if it's had a tail, if it's had a long life outside of the Prince 
the big Prince fan base? I just wonder. Uh, I, I, interesting. I, I can only say anecdotally that I've had people like, um, when when they've talked to me about Prince and like who are not Prince fans, they're like, uh, I've had quite a few people say, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I bought that Batman album when the film was out, and I loved that. I loved that one. And there's I've, there's been a quite a few non-Prince fans, and they, and I haven't had them say, you know, like they non-Prince fans don't tend to say that about some other ones. You yeah, know. I guess it, I guess it got a lot of people into Prince, or at least into that Prince project. And yeah, um, it's yeah. a very interesting album. It, it it really is like nothing else he ever did. Do we all agree on that? Yes. yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a palate cleanser between the two eras. I think. Like, yeah. I, I I definitely see Batman and Graffiti Bridge as these kind of weird transition as these kind of weird transitional albums. Yeah, yeah, with Batman, with Batman as this kind of what? Yeah, this weird, weird dense meat in the middle of them. Too, yeah, them yeah. Like, it's, it's such an interesting period to me. Like the thing is, even though it didn't sound spectacular to me at first, it's like again, again, more and more over the years, I've just grown to appreciate how weird the music he was making at this point is. For me, this is the al- Love Sex is the album where everything is banging at you from all sides of the sp- uh, all corners of the spectrum. You know, it's coming at you from every uh, every last direction sonically. That uh, that's where it sort of peaks in that respect, and then Batman is where it starts to feel a bit kind of. It, 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 it's the ba- it's the bum trip of love sexy. That's what I mean. The dark hangover side. Yeah. And again, these are all interesting things. And then after uh, after that, uh, uh, and then all the songs he's making around love sexy and Batman, all the outtakes, all the B sides we're going to discuss and everything. That none of them are anything other than utterly abnormal weirdness. But I think it starts to crack around Batman, and after that, it falls. I like Paddy's, you know, comment about it being a glove box. I think with Prince fans, it's the, oh yeah, and they'll start playing it and they'll remember how good it is. I think similar oh, to the movie and the album, with Prince, fans, be- sure. they've become they've become cult classics within the Prince community and that's, also outside the Prince community. I, that's what I'm wondering about outside the Prince community. How popular that album was, uh, or was, or was it kind of just essentially? another bit of merch for the film that you know was a bit was actually short-lived in the public consciousness well, this, I don't know. well this is the thing i think i think over time like fine wine it's kind of matured i think it's lifted out of this idea that it's uh, entirely sort of symbiotic to the film mm-hmm. um it, i i would uh, ooh. in spite in spite of what i said about my favorite period being that period and i'd stick uh-huh. with that yeah. I, I would still, uh-huh. if you looked at all of his output and, you know, a, a broad range of reasons why you uh, would identify a good or the best aspects of certain albums, uh-huh. I would genuinely call Bat- Batman a class, one of the classic Prince albums. If you had to talk about Batman in, say, mm, 10 albums, I think you would, and, and that story going through from um, for you all the way to the end. I would include I would, it in that. 
and when it kind of not at the end yet in a sense so but I, I think Bat, Batman would have to be in that top 10 oh it's in, it's in my top 10 yeah, yeah. And, it, and, it's, and, it's, and it occupies as I say almost oh. its own shelf it's in your top 10 yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay oh interesting Oh yeah, I, I would. I would. That surprises me. But um, not and <laughs> it, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it the third best-selling Prince album? I'm just trying to look out now. Yeah, because didn't this come up in a uh, a quiz? I don't know if it was one of your quizzes, Chopin's of Prince's best-selling albums. And, yeah, because and this no one even thought of Batman. Well, like I think a, I think it was Purple Rain. And, I think it was Purple Rain and. Batman were the best selling, but Diamonds and Pearls was the best selling that wasn't attached to a film. That sounds about right. I mean, mm. but again, like that's. But honestly, you know, people people bought it because of the Batman hype, even if they didn't like Prince necessarily yeah. at that time. And you know, obviously, the um, album cover and most of the singles are like they know how they're going to sell this thing, right? <laughs> it's like it's it's, it's it's just brand, 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 and that's fine. And it's it's great. why my brother bought the seven inches. I'm sure yeah. he. I, I think the only like I can believe that he bought uh, Bat Dance and Purple uh, and Party Man because he loved those songs. But I, the reason he bought Arms of Orion yeah. <laughs> was because there was a Batman logo on the. Well, I, I, uh, should, should we talk about the songs then? Because we do. We put a lot. Of okay, in and it's great. Uh, do, we, do you want to do track by track or track by yes. track? Well, yeah, should we do track by track? Oh my goodness, how do, how delightful! <laughs> <laughs> it seems that <laughs> let's I, see I how. Can't tell if he's being I, I, I'm, no, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being, I don't think I've done a track by track with, with you guys before because we start talking about one thing and then oh. we, sort, we sort of end up going. <laughs> and, and yeah, I know. Do you remember? This that won't last riff? very long. Do you remember that, <laughs> remember that riff he played at Camden Palace <laughs> on, that, on that bootleg? So we, I, I, I am very intrigued to see. Why did you point at me when let, you said that? Let, let, <laughs> let, let's try. Let's try and do a Prince right and be focused and get through this project just like Prince. Oh, Prince. I'm already going to fall at the hurdle <laughs> of the future. You do. You can't do this to me. The minute you said "Let's be like Prince and be focused," that, that my first thought was like, "Yeah, but wasn't he?" We've working already on... moved on to the next podcast episode. Yeah, All wasn't right. he working on Raven to the Joy Fantastic around this time? The well, first yeah. version. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. This, this, this is going to go. Well, <laughs> okay, so, so, think about the future. The future. <laughs> the, fir- future. The, the first interesting curio there is um, the actor who played Moxie in Afida's Impet, unless they dubbed over that quote it's him who's playing the guy who's walled up in the film when he says um what are you that's that's moxie from Arvidas impact so that is a curious little thing <laughs> it means absolutely nothing to the album other than the fact it's the first, that's, just, that's just a little bit of five degrees of uh kevin bacon isn't it <laughs> it is indeed his uh, name uh, I, I believe I, is christopher fairbank yeah yeah christopher and fairbank. he's listed in the credits I did future. not know any of oh. that. I did not know that. I have not been reading, reading my credits. Yeah, he's enough. the one that uh, Batman dangles over and he says, who are you? And he goes, I'm Batman. Yeah. I, I'll say that when I when I spun this record, what, what did I get it on CD probably at the time? I um, Oh my God, I've got to give you a quick little story. of I got I got Bat Dance on the three-inch, do you remember the three-inch CD yep. singles? Yes, and, me too. And like, I'd only heard the single version on the radio. I hadn't heard the extended before the album's out. And I got home and my adapter broke. 
Oh, and, no. and I spent an entire night trying to construct an adapter out of cardboard and 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 cut it to size. And like, you can't do that, right? The thing about machine engineered uh, tools, like <laughs> CD adapters, is they're machine engineered mass produced tools. You cannot do it, they have to be precise. You can't make one out of cardboard. And I think then, then I put it into the CD player and then it got stuck in the CD player. Then I thought, now I've screwed up my whole CD. Anyway, the, the CD player was all right, but I did. I had to, like at that point, I was so ravenous to hear like an extra minute and a half of that dance. So I, was, I wasn't unexcited. I was, I, I spent an entire night trying to, we haven't talked about the future. Whoops. <laughs> okay, let's. Start You're about on to go on to 200 balloons on the CD, right? <laughs> all right First track, we're all already right, all right, all right, zipped right. onto a B side. <laughs> I, I, I thought he was talking about his audition for Blue Peter, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my that audition. No, the future. The future. <laughs> nice, straight, bar on the floor. It's sort of intro. It was the first live song I ever saw Prince play. I really, really quickly, future, Newton. obviously. Opened, uh, opened a new tour. New tour was the first tour I ever went to, which I'm a bit gutted about because I wasn't quite into him fast enough to go to Love Sexy, which I'll, I'll take to my grave as a regret, to be honest. But anyway, never mind. Um, so uh, I went down to uh, Birmingham NAC, queued and queued for ages, got there really, really early. Uh, a few of us, about, I don't know, about 50, 60 people got let into this little sort of cafe bit. Uh, I remember it vividly. I was there with two friends. And... I fucking heard him through the wall. His voice just happened. Uh, and he was he was doing the sound check, whatever. And the first thing that I heard coming out of the speakers was the Dove's Loop came on. Uh, wow. So you can imagine how much that fucking blew me away. But anyway, we moved on. Seventh, I think it was seventh row tickets through one of those organizations back at Time Prince fans. Seventh row on the left. Saw the little fella appear at the top. It was a completely uh, heavenly sort of um, religious experience. Actually seeing him in the flesh because it was so sort of the whole mysterious thing. But yes, the future was that song. It was a banging opener to a gig. Um, it was a monster. Absolutely love it. Love yeah, the, yeah, love it. Love the whole nudes tour. Saw it about seven times. Absolutely thought that was a brilliant mm. opener. And on I'm the not- record, on, I, I, sorry, on the record, that is, that was not one of the songs that disappointed me because I felt like I knew what I was doing with the future. It was very much in the vein of the skeletal songs like Sign of the Times or Doves or something. Mm. Um, l- loved that one off the bat. What I wanted and what Prince doesn't give us because he's so brilliant is a lot of ding ding ding. He gives it to us once at the start. William Orbit gave it to us a few more times when he yeah, did the yeah, remix. In the remix. But, yep. but the remix love, is brilliant. Don't, don't you love Prince for just giving you that tease at the start and then never coming back to that? You've got to love him. It makes you, like, it makes you the, it, it was one of those songs that the minute it came to the end, I would often skip back to the front because I didn't think I appreciated it enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in, like, like, if I'd been distracted for a second by yeah. something, I would have to go. No, no, no. This this song demands my entire attention because uh, the future is just oh. Yeah. oh Plus, um, it was a so sli- good. A slightly different style of song to be enmeshed in, like the the Claire Fisher strings yes, at the yes, end, yes. and mm. they really are beautiful. They feel they feel in. Just having them in some ways feels out of context for what that song is and the whole vibe and, and oh, the finish of the film, but it yeah. fits beautifully in spite of that. It, 
to it's me, the me, it's the dissonance that works. But yeah, I, yeah, also yeah. Think, I also think it, the, the strings actually, because they're so orchestral and cinematic, and they relate to that Hollywood conjures in the pipeline. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it, it's 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 Hollywood gone it Hollywood gone wrong, and it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's Hollywood yeah. gone gone in you know fallen down the wrong wormhole, and that's what that song you know makes me think of although i've just thought of that now and it's giving me goosebumps and um i love but, the guitars played in a run on the keyboard that yeah and this is a lot of our conversations aren't they Chopin? Me and going, <laughs> yeah. but um i uh i also love that beat is fierce not just the beat but the kind of yeah that goes through it like this industrial fan turning it's such yeah a, it's such a warehousey great prince futuristic slice i'm sure it's flanges on the i don't I'm know just, what it is yeah. but i like it i like that song a lot i yeah. you does, does, um i'm not such a fan of the william orbit stuff he's not my speed uh, I, I give I give the William Orbit remixes a spin here and there, and I do appreciate what they're doing. And they're they're going into a genre that is not my to- favorite type of thing, and I'm glad they're there. But I I don't love 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 them. Oh, I know. See, I love them. Uh, sometimes some days I love it better than the original. Sometimes I don't. It's that it's the it's the way it takes it, and like the delayed, like the oh 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 wow 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 wow. What would you call that William Orbit genre? Like sort of industrial house or something? Or it's stepping on for? Well, he. This was this was first era William Orbit, like because he came back later on. Like he went away for a while. Apparently, what it was is he went and you know worked on an oil rig or something, got enough money to get some more uh, to get Pro Tools, and then. I had um, made a deal with the devil at the crossroads, or is that someone else? That's what I mean. That's the legend, of <laughs> but you know, at the time he does like he does these remixes, uh, justify my love remixes. Oh, wow. So, like, obviously, he's in my another one of those people that's in my world from like Shep Pettibone, exactly. who's in my world from multiple different artists, and I just I loved his version and like his take on the future loved his take on just for my love i mean and then he's taking future and um electric chair to a kind of warehousey club parties isn't he really yeah and i and i dig it and i um but yeah i I like my prints when it comes to it (laughs) the good thing about it is it 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 it's addition rather than subtraction in the terms of it doesn't negate the original version they're not famous enough to kind of negate the original yeah. version and and it's and i th- i think I, I i spin them and i really like a fresh take on prince from time to time yeah i, I also when we come to back dance i'd like to talk about those remixes as well but um i'm trying to do this in order and be a good boy but um i do but I, we, I think i I, ne- I never quite get convinced by those remixes maybe maybe the good thing about those e- remixes is they force us to go on to the next one yeah, <laughs> an electric do. chair, electric chair. <laughs> but, electric boom boom chair. Boom, oh, boom, this, this boom, was this boom, was the boom. rock rock me at the time. I mean, this was this was my immediate first favorite track, just for the blunt force trauma of it. Uh, oh. kick, a kick drum and bass hitting at the same time <laughs> is an orgasmic experience. Um, banging track. I love the fact that it's it's kind of a it, it, you could consider it sort of a guitar rockier track, but the guitar is like just little tiny bits dropped in here and there. It's actually yeah. reasonably sparse in a way. Yeah, um, but yeah, I can love electric chair. It's like it, 
it's it, it's a heavy guitar song, but it's not like Bambi or Peach or anything like that. It's a different kind of guitar song. Yeah, that's that's like a, a light, a light, almost completely clean and dry sort of sound. Yeah. I'm, um, starting, I'm starting to wonder how much I didn't love the album at the time because I can't imagine a time when I didn't like Electric Chair. I think as we talk through all these, I'll just go, yeah, I love that one as well. Um, but I, 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 <laughs> Electric Chair is brilliant because it's an unclassifiable thing. It's, it's, it's Prince doing rock and funk and pop all at once, which is what he does, right, with a slightly rocket, slight more emphasis on the rock than usual. But you couldn't really say it was... A genre track because it's just Prince music, and that's the best music. Is would you would you consider the future definable as well? I, I, the, the, well, the future to me is a kind of song structure that I'd heard before from Prince to some degree. I, it, it feels like one of his okay. stripped down minimalist things that he that he had made his trademark with. The, I know it's not the same as, but it it sounds to me like. From the mold of Sign of the Times, Kiss, and Doves, or something. It's like, oh, it. I, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of one of those. It's yeah, not, it's not the same, but it's like that. That's a kind of spe- print specialty by that point. Um, electric yeah. chair is just like electric chair is as with all the best print stuff. Bizarre. What is it? Just what is it really? It's that kick. It's that. It's that kick and bass breakdown with that boom, 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 ch- boom, boom. boom. Bum 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 boom, and then comes back into. That, that always I, to this day. That's one. That's that breakdown in electric chair. I can never follow the logic of that breakdown. It always surprises me where where the music comes back in, and I've lost the beat. And it doesn't make it bad. It just makes it like I cannot follow Prince's mathematics on that bit. Uh, it was because like at the time I didn't play any instruments or anything what i used to do was dance 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 to records that was one bit that actually made a lot of sense from a dancer's point of view it's like they were kind of you know it was it felt good to dance to that it felt so good to dance to that bit it was like Uh it's just when it comes back in it always takes me by surprise like it's always half a beat away from where i thought it would be i think um that there are Interesting that Electric Chair was a very early song, wasn't it? Now, that was from Dirty Mind type days. It was originally, yeah. Really? I believe so. I haven't, oh. yeah, I'm pretty sure that they'll, hopefully we'll get to hear this at some point, but um, not on this podcast. Don't stay tuned for that, folks. Stay tuned for the yeah. sparkling repartee. But um, <laughs> uh, we, we haven't uh, Basic soon. tracking was done 6th of June, 1988. Nothing before. No, hold on. But that's the backing track, a basic tracking of the version that was released. It, so there I, could I be. Heard, I heard that this was a song from much earlier originally, okay. and like, and like, I, I'd like to say that as a as titles for for songs go, what a title! Electric yeah. Hair is so Prince, and that ties in with Annie Christian. And um, so whether or not it was from those days, I don't know, but. Uh, Unfortunately, this has got some of the lousiest Prince lyrics in it ever for such a great song. Making us see a trippy picture shoe is terrible. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. (laughs) I think the reason like kind of, did did anyone else have this when they were going through the album is like you'd, you'd heard the Batman, like you'd heard Bat Dance and I was like, when he, you know, if a man is considered yeah. to be guilty for what goes on in his mind, that, it, oh, that's a great point. Yeah, like, I know it's like, oh, that bit's from Batman, you know, and all oh, that bit, you know, that that bit's from Batman. Yeah, so yeah. Like, like, I, 
it's like you'd heard a commercial for the album beforehand, you mm. know. Yes, that was an amazing thing about Fat Dance. Once you got the album, you kept getting goosebumps and callbacks and flashbacks yeah. to other bits, which was really good. So the album Im- immediately felt familiar to me because I, I, because I did it so long. I'd listened to it so long after hearing like the seven inch, and I, I, st- I still hadn't heard the twelve inch at the point that I heard the album. But it was, it was a couple of years down the line uh, when I actually. Uh, ended up listening to the album, but the album sounded familiar because there's so much little call outs. That's almost a precursor of when um, uh, to whom it may concern for the yeah. album and free the music from Exodus. Yeah, yes, yeah, and funny. diamonds and pearls of like where the reference in the other tracks in the songs, uh, the raps, like yeah. Here, um, I'm just looking on principle. I can't see anything saying that Electric Show was as early as okay. I heard it was, but maybe. I mean, they're pretty, they're pretty comprehensive usually. Here's a weird thought for you, right? That just suddenly hit me when sign when the sign um, SDE came out last year. Yeah, we were all totally immersed in the story of Prince breaking up the revolution. That whole narrative, moving on from Wendy and Lisa in particular, right? Mm-hmm. And, and of course, that's that, that you know that it's it's obviously the story of that transition. Just suddenly think about Batman, and then flash back to around the world in a day or parade, and how different do you want? It's amazing. Yeah. Well, this it's, is like, it's th- like Wendy and Lisa never happened when you listen to Batman. That's not a diss on Wendy and Lisa. No, and this is what I was. This is kind of what I was saying last time when we was talking about uh, uh, the special edition when we was going through the outtake tracks. Is our uh, um, witness for the prosecution was the perfect example. It's like the first version versus the second version. The second version is kind of told is kind of a, like a precursor sonically to the kind of yeah. Batman graffiti bridge kind of production and then, and it shows you that as great as Wendy and Lisa were and if they'd continued together they would have still been at this amazing but for himself it's quite obvious he needed he wants to go streamlined yeah. he wants to go linear he wants to go dance yeah. and he wants to go like he wants to go electronic and studio doesn't he and he wants to go horizontal or melodies rather than vertical with Wendy and Lisa who are I- and I think when and I think think about a, a love sexy with Wendy and Lisa. I think it would have been a completely different affair. I, yeah, I think yeah. it, I think it would have been a, weirdly enough a lot more tasteful and classic. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been. I'm not sure it would have been the it, it, spiritual it, 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 marker that it was. It certainly wouldn't have been the mad prophet with that hair on at the love sexy gigs, telling it from the mountain. That's what love sexy was telling it from yeah. the, ele- the electrified mountain. You know. Um, we're doing really well at keeping to the subject, aren't we? I want to say one more thing about... Can't even electric- keep to the album. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> surprise. I, I want to say one more thing about Electric Chair, which is that the SNL performance of Electric Chair... Yes, like, yes. You know, like, fire isn't a good enough word for what that performance is. Yeah. That, that, that performance starts off, where, starts off where fire stops. That annoys the shit out of me, that's performance because that's the only time he ever played it live that i'm aware and, of and it's yeah. brilliant and i'm like oh why didn't you why didn't you pull it out again it was like it surprises me a bit that the future's never made an appearance in a set because it's one of those that could sort of fit in most places but well you know yeah. it would have been perfect it would have been perfect for those sampler sets when you look yeah. at yeah. when you when we were we were all watching on zoom a few months back maybe last year in fact the um, Love Sexy concert, 
a bunch of mm-hmm. us were watching Love Sexy on Zoom together. And it suddenly struck me how few songs he played beyond that tour. And then I started looking up when he played stuff, right? Again, on Principal, which is my favorite resource. And um, I think Prince very, very rarely played songs from albums beyond the tour they were promoting. They usually had to be either hits or stuff he liked playing live. Yeah, and like, so, like, but it's ridiculous. Stuff like I Wish You Heaven just basically wasn't played beyond Love Sexy. Yeah. The future wasn't played beyond Batman. Blah, 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 blah. And, it, and most songs fall into that category. Such a deep catalogue and always, always interested in where he was at at that time rather yeah. than where he'd come from. It's... Well, I... Like, I, like I, Electric Chair Live is magnificent. It's such a tease. Think about the way that we, you or I listen to these songs as well. And the, uh, like Bat, Batman album is one of those ones that I probably won't listen to for a while and then all of a sudden it'll be like i gotta listen to you know that album intensely and then it'll kind of fall by the wayside because there's 40 or 50 other albums to listen to and then you've got other artists you've got to listen to so it's it's judas yeah exactly i know right (laughs) um but but it you know and then then add add to that from prince's perspective all the songs that you don't even know so from his point of view of course he's it's just going to be the most recent thing that oh, he's released it, it, and it's just it's just amazing like yeah i mean other other artists most other artists would kill to have a scattering of the print songs prince wrote and right. that would be a career and prince just goes oh that's it that's that's it for love sexy that's never getting played again that's it for wish you haven't done I always say this about the the kind of Arabic live arrangement of Thieves in the Temple. Anybody else, that would have been a career highlight. But for Prince, it's for Prince, it's like barely even noticed. Uh, but for anybody else, yeah. that would have been a career highlight. That would be like, oh, do you remember that performance where they went? You know, like and it's no, no, just no, like no. No. Are people saying, do you remember that performance, that duet, that second one with Sheena Easton? The uh, moving as move. Oh, okay, all right, right, okay. Beautifully uh, here. Okay, Paddy's doing a grand job here. Fantastic. Um, I, 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 okay. right? pa- <laughs> with that, Paddy can talk about this song first. Oh no, that's so not fair. Go um, on, Paddy has to talk about this song first. I, arms arms are right. Well, I've never particularly liked this song. A uh, little bit too, mm, little bit too saccharine without depth for me. I, when it comes to Prince ballads, I, I have problems getting beyond most of his eighties ballads. If I'm honest, I know this was like eighty nine, but I, I just think I don't know. I'm not a massive fan. Not a massive fan. I that his said, ballads or this I, song? No, this song. That right. said, I I have warmed to it a little bit over the years. Uh, I wouldn't skip it, but I don't know. I, I for me personally. I just can't. I just can't connect with it, and I don't know. I'm not sure why. But no. I'm the same. It's, I think, my least favorite track on the album. Myself and uh, my keyboard player Paul, who I started uh, in Dorfer Machine with, we both used to be take. You know, if there was like, oh well, we, I'm going to make you play Arms of Orion if you don't shut up, type of joke thing, which is really, <laughs> I mean, you know, not. I shouldn't really be saying this on a Prince podcast, uh, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, d- I just don't know what it is. Don't know what it is. 
Next. Next. Who's next on this one? Go on, Andy. I fucking love this song. Sorry. sorry. Thank you! (laughs) Thank you! I I, I didn't know you liked this one, Chokes. I am amazed. I I think, I, I do not, I have not understood from day one why the arms of Orion has such a bad rap. It is a yes, beautiful yes. song. It's the melody. Stunning. Beautiful. The um I can't Word play. The imagery. The, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's Poetic. A, it's a lot better than making you see a trippy picture shoe. Um are they uh, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Agree. I, um, I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you what, well, actually, I remember reading, um, when I read the uh, track list, you know how you get track lists published in smash hits and stuff before the album was out, and you go, I wonder what that sounds like. In my head, the arms of Orion, in, I constructed this thing where, like, Orion was this giant Batman monster, and it, like this was going to be an absolutely banging song about, like, a Dr. Octopus-type figure with arms, and, like, and then this thing comes out, and go, oh, it's this, all right. Um, anyway, I, I'd invented my whole mythology for this song just from the title, and it certainly wasn't that. I love it. I do not understand. People say yeah. oh, it sounds like Disney. It sounds like a Disney ballad. Di- by the way, Disney ballads are brilliant. But, yes. But, 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 but also, by the way, this sounds like a one of the most pretty, the prettiest melodies he ever wrote, and it just works great. And the synth strings at the end are just beautiful. Everything on this song works for me. Be- Beyond excellent, and yeah, I, just I always, don't get it always it. makes me think. Uh, I will say about the little uh, breakdown at the end. I always, I can sort of see, sort of live. I can always see ballet dancers. So I don't mean this in a derogatory fashion, because obviously <laughs> Prince's live presentation yeah. is wide and varied, and with with a number of dancers. But I can all, I can see sort of a pirouetting, elegant sort of uh, European swanish. Um, that yeah, <laughs> just Why? Like, I can. Just you used to do see. contemporary dance, so, again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can, so I can just see that as you segue from Arms of Orion into something else. Were that to be, in, yeah, yeah, um, I would happily plie to the end of this song. You know, it's, <laughs> a, it, it's a ridiculously pretty song, and I love it. Show you talk next because I am amazed. I did not. Know here's the thing, one. you like. Here's the thing. I am not a big fan of the ballads. Really not. There's there's a few select ones. Usually the filthier the better. Weirdly enough, Do Me Baby is one that leaves me cold. Uh, like that 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 shows you the kind of level at which I am at with his we've ballads. Had lo- we've had long, long absolutely, absolutely. Where I'm horrified with you, but I know it's 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 okay. It's it's a work in progress. Did you ever you, stay you on target? Stay you on target. <laughs> <laughs> you convince me of the door is fine. Here's the bit. It's it's that bit where. Uh, the lyrics, the arms of Orion, that's where I want to be. Yeah, Since yeah. you've been gone, I've been searching for a lover in the sea of tranquility. I'm drowning without you here. It, it's and a, it's just so beautiful. I like know. To me, that is like... like I, I don't get it. When people say, oh, it's like... Have they not heard things like Girl and other prettiness from Prince? It's like, he yeah. does pretty stuff. Oh, this pisses on Girl. No, it doesn't Oh, Oh, my God, no. Girl is kind of like... Is girl's a, amazing. Girl's uh, about three minutes too long. Girl's about but, <laughs> too, too short. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> you listen to the full length version. I'll listen to the edit. But um, yeah. <laughs> but here's with this one. Like you have made me so happy, Andy, because I thought you were going to rip it to shreds. Likewise. But no, like, uh, like this one. Here's the thing. Like, I don't know. Bringing it home, kind of personal attachment is the first 
constellation I ever got to uh, um, identify was Orion, like Orion's belt. That's the first constellation. So there's always been like that kind of when I look into the like when I look into the stars, the first thing I look at is Orion. The first thing I look for is Orion. And is that where you want to be, Chopin? That is where I want to be. I, I've always said, like, when people say, "Oh, are you going to haunt someone? Are you going to like if you if I don't like if I do that, will you haunt me when I die?" I said, "No, no, I'm going to visit Orion. <laughs> like, I'm wow. like literally, I'm there. <laughs> like, I, I've got nothing left. Of, you know, um, uh, it's Chopin's going to another life. How about <laughs> <you>? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even stay on the same planet, let alone the same song. But <laughs> topic wise, <laughs> but um, or planetary existence. But this, I think, lyrically, this is beautiful. It dances in a very, uh, yes, in a, in a beautiful like the the wording dances. Uh, it's it's completely underrated. I, I see it's one that's frequently slagged off in th- things. I, I'm kind of I like I look at that and I go, okay, I get it. And th- because there's ones that are frequently credited and loved that I think nah. It's funny, it's funny cause it, I, I think people just didn't like it because it was too straight down the line syrup but when syrup has done so beautifully yeah. that it has its own place and this is one of those songs for me. I it's just it. It's just the words. The words bring something. He's done something. He's done something melodically. Like those words don't need anything else. They don't need anything more inventive because they are. A, the melody. They're a painting in themselves. It's kind of Joni Mitchell esque. I would say to all the haters on Arms of Orion, you go and write me a melody a tenth as beautiful as that, and then maybe I'll listen to your complaint. Words as. Tenth. <laughs> It's a wonderful song. I, it's yeah. I, I never thought. I thought this would have been over in ten seconds. Everybody, everybody going, okay. oh, it's shit, and everybody telling me, oh, uh, and me going, no, I, no, it's good. I, I, I thought it this has, was going to be me against. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. It has it has I grown thought. on me. A, it has grown on me a little bit. But let's not spoil the party, man. Hey, hey. that was. I, I just, that I was... just want to go back. I just want to go back. Ah! It's, right, just one thing. It was the anniversary. It's the anniversary of the movie, and it's been the anniversary of the album the last couple of days ago. And I put up a meme of like the the logo of the album or the movie, and I I did the meme of Prince. Uh, most people see movie, Prince fancy album, which is yeah, is true. True. And I put on, "Oh, what's your favourite track from the album?" And no one said, "I'm so right." Yeah, well, people, you know, you can't, you can't trust people. And well, I've it, done a I, link I, for trust, which I didn't mean to. I'm scared. I try. <laughs> Although I, I will say this, it's still not my favourite on the yeah, album. It's not my favourite either. It's but it's that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that good, and it's not my favourite. Thank you, Prince. So, party man. Oh my god. Can you even talk about this without talking about like the version on the album? Although, you know, like the version on the seven inch and that I've since kind of find it so unsatisfactory because of that video mix uh, with the, when I need trombone, my dog is handy. (laughs) But when I want Uh, sex, I call uh, candy. candy. It's like, it's like, this is one of those songs uh, in a, there's very, there's a few of them where the album version no longer feels satisfactory because the 12 inch is so good. It's like America or get off or maybe even let's go crazy. It's like one of those ones where the 12 inch is just so damn good. And it shows up that there are 
Yeah, it just feels like a lot of that stuff. Yeah, what, what you're basically saying is you just couldn't leave a lot of that stuff out. It, it yeah. Slightly short-changing in a sense. Yeah. Um, I could, couldn't agree more. The bass breakdown, the the um, I Want Candy line and the subsequent solo. And even that, the uh, pr- protracted, yeah. sort of slightly more protracted intro and what have you. I, I, I Yeah, I absolutely couldn't agree more. But it's a bit, generically, I think that's the, it's the best pop on there. It's less confusing than back dance and less challenging than back dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the most commercial track. Um, it, it's, the, I think it was what, well, it was, it was one on the album that was um, credited to the Joker. I, yeah. I, yeah, the whole shtick of it is, it is it is very sticky but it's good shtick it's a brilliantly written song what a great intro as well Damn. gentlemen let's yeah, broaden yeah. our minds Lauren, yeah, very, very good use of the um film dialogue throughout the album for sure i um i i, I don't think it's I, I i love it i love it and i like i like the album version and i love the video mix absolutely um but sorry i don't i don't feel dissatisfied when i listen to it in terms of flow on the album to me it's the right length on the album to in terms of flow but um mm-hmm. I, this, this is this is one of those songs it this it, it's commercial it's sticky like you say paddy it doesn't go to the highest gear and become and become one for the people it's a forced bit of excellence but the more I've listened to it over the years, the more I've loved it. It's got so it, much. It, I, I, know, I know what you mean. It was never a. It, this isn't a personal work, though, is it? it no, it, no, but it, he, it, he has to. Not that I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not arguing with you because I know you're not arguing with me. But what I mean is. Yeah, yeah. It, it, oh, it, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll show oh, yeah, you yeah. not <laughs> arguing. I will show you not arguing, son. <laughs> yeah. Are you dissing fucking party, man? The nail he needed to hammer <laughs> on the head with this is a part as a single in that genre is a nail which is struck yeah and, and the video itself but, but the video is amazing so, love um, the video yeah yeah it's uh, I, d- I don't think the song quite quite reaches the upper upper echelons i think no. if you listen to on, on headphones i think it's unbelievable yeah i think um on the I, dance floor i, I want to try and pick it pick out one bit and explain why i like it so much and i'm going to do it badly because i'm not great at talking about music technically but it's that bit where i love her no it's um one of those little breakdowns i should have prepared this it goes like boom 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 and when it goes do you know the little breakdown i'm talking about boom yeah. boom 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 that's it that's it yeah boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. So that's exactly it boom 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 Boom, boom, boom. I rock the body. I rock the house. As he does does that boom, 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 the bass note stays the same. And it's a brilliant, brilliant detail. The bass note goes boom, boom, boom underneath that as the others descend. And it's just like, God, that's good composing in a range room. It's got lots, it's got like lots of organic lean. I mean, you've got a double bass in a really, really Again, another plastic overproduced yeah, song. Yeah, You've got yeah. brass lines which are played on the keyboard, which are weirdly slid like. That deadly bend off the sort of um, I don't know, be G to a G sharp off yeah. the E. No, 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 no. It's just it's a combination of things that sort of shouldn't work. 
Yeah. Even, that, even though we're saying it's not like... It, oh, it's not top, 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 but it's brilliant. Top, 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 but it's still fucking clever. It, 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 it's, it's brilliant, shit. and no, no, one else, no one else could ever make anything like it because it's yeah, so yeah. Prince. So let's get to the video mix. And the I could, video I could, because that is... Oh, yeah. Can I just say something? Yeah. It's weirdly, structurally... I could imagine, like, whereas before I said, like, uh, I can't imagine Love Sexy with Wendy and Lisa and everything there. I could imagine the revolution coming up with something like this. I can't see it. Like, with the turnarounds, like, this like this coming out of, like, a rehearsal jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it's, Structurally. It's, 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 it, it sounds, it sounds like the opposite point, yeah. of that to me. It, yeah, sounds like, so, it sounds so stitched, it's so stitched together with little bits of cleverness. It's all about studio for me, this one, definitely. I would probably say it's probably closer to MPG, because it's, yeah. I think Michael it's... If it's a yeah, transitional yeah. album, it's yeah. Uh, the, the sound. No, you're right, Lee. Like it's got that heavy. It's got that heavy drum hit, and uh, yeah. it's it's got that uh, like a Michael B kind of drum kick. Not, yeah. not, a, Wait. not a not a subtle song, but then the video mix is where it goes into cartoon land for sure. Yeah, it's, it's homage look, to the Adam West days of Batman as well. It's, this it's is awesome. this is one of those tracks as well. If if they ever did a Batman Super Deluxe Edition. I'd love to think that there were four or five versions of this song with all sorts of stuff thrown in there. Isn't isn't there a unreleased house? Isn't there an unreleased house mix as well somewhere? Well, possibly. Yeah. I know there's an un- I know there's an unreleased kind of rap Batman mix, but I was pretty sure well, I, that there was. I really like I like I, I like the um, kind of mostly instrumental takes on the second twelve inch of this. Particular oh, the music mix. The music mix and the purple party mix. Mix I really purple like party. party. They're, they're, mix, they're, yeah. they're, they're just they are just Prince giving us off cuts in a really nicely assembled I fashion. That. I really enjoy it. But I this was, is. I would, but sorry, sorry, folks. There's this keyboard line on the mu- music bit. There's that there, boom, bum, 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 bum. It's just so good. Like, and, there, I, I, and there's that that synth flute line that's like, boo doo doo doo. Yeah. But there's some weird stuff about the video mix. Firstly, I love, no one's mentioned this yet, but like Prince invited. Prince invents his own Batman character, Gemini. How weird is that? It's brilliant. Yes, it's perfect. Like, I, I like, and like Prince is kind of filming his own sort of alternate universe, uh, Batman movie with the Party Man video and the Bat Dance video. And you're just like, what are you on Prince? I know what you're on. You're on Prince because you're Prince. It's brilliant. He's I, turned yeah. Spooky Electric and Camille into Batman and the Joker. And like he's so he's just <laughs> tripping off that, and you, like that video is so funny, so brilliant. The weird Al Yankovic um, diss is really funny. Um, like and th- one of the things that always amused me was that in the video mix it goes out near the end when he goes, "You bastard! Look what you've done to my hair!" And <laughs> oh, then, yes. uh, but then we obviously they said uh, they wanted him to censor that for the video, and they, they, so they turn it into "You Big Turd," which seems much ruder to me. They go on the video, on the actual video, not on the track, uh, not on the uh, on the twelve inch, but on the. If you watch the video, they go, "You big turd, liquid," and that just seems it seems yeah. so much worse. Yes, it is different. I thought it was, I thought it was just like they'd kind of done a mute that made it sound like that. But I am, I like am ninety nine and a half percent sure it says "you big turd," which is really unpleasant and funny. <laughs> uh, that laughing at no, no, something. I think we all want to go and yeah. listen to it. Now. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's well, one of those things. It, it's such a like it. It's such a good extended version, and that laughing. 
it's that bit at the end that um when they does the laughter ah ha ah ha ah ha you know oh hey all the new king in town yeah and it's dark it's yeah it goes dark at the end everybody's dead it's just like whoa yeah yeah very dark did the monkey die yeah like no it was the psych or the beer with the banana and it's back to secret messages in the video there's something I can't, is it like the Japanese that have written on his arm in the, yeah. in the video? Like, I think it says, with six you get eggnog, is one of the messages in the video. What does that mean? Really? Something <laughs> like that. Well, yeah, you've okay. thrown me for a loop there. Oh, I had not heard that one. All right, all right, hold on. Let me, I, I am just, I don't know where I'm getting this nonsense from today. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I, I'm with with six, you get eggnog. It, it was something like that, yeah. Or like, or with six, you get egg rolls or something, maybe egg rolls. I can't remember. Egg rolls was mix. There's there's some really weird stuff hidden in that video. I hope it's true. I hope that's the case. I Let's have a look, see if I can find this thing. Uh, you talk about yourself. That's right, Paddy. I, I, so, Lee. Yes. Why is this your favourite? And Because it's, yeah, it's like my favourite when I hear it at one of the parties. It's, you know, the video, the whole idea, like Andy said about him correcting his own Batman character and the the music video is just, yeah, it's just it's just an awesome track. I just, you know... And I think it is the association of it's probably the first track that really, really did actually get me into Prince remembering this girl singing, you know, black and white. Oh, yeah. and green. So it's more of, I think it's the one I always say, oh, it's Diamonds and Pearls that got me into Prince. I'm pretty sure it's, it's Party Man. It's definitely Party Man. Party Man. Party it's Man actually, stepping sorry. stone into... Yes. Actually had and, a, a slightly longer life live than other songs, didn't it? Well, Which towards, is weird because I don't think he's ever done it justice live. He, did I, he work it into Baby I'm a Star a lot beyond the Diamonds of Pearls or from the Diamonds of Pearls tour onwards? I can't remember. He, he, uh, yeah, from Act uh, Act One, he was doing it as the part, uh, he was doing it with Loose. He was doing it Party Man and Loose. He did it on the new tour as, the, as, as one of the encores. You know, 21 Nights, it was part of the live amps. He was doing it. Yeah. 2014 he was you know he he even did it with third eye girl when they were that, starting to do more so hits, I, always, I always sort of wanted yeah. to hear it with the heaviness he tends to do the beat and the melody and then the rest of it's a little bit sparse and spotty for me i i always wanted to hear the do 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 do, do yeah and like yeah. you know sort of bang but it out but it never happened it's a synth- he was more as funk jam type thing yeah 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 very it's, much. yeah it's a synth bassist stream on record isn't it yeah Anyway, let's not keep Vicky waiting any longer. (laughs) (laughs) He's Uh, good at this. (laughs) Or even keep Anna waiting. Yeah. Yeah. So, Vicky waiting. Um, One of of the best treats for me ever was um, when I was listening to sort of live bootlegs and stuff because uh, the Japanese weren't that happy that he um, had dropped well <laughs> dropped all of his hits and was playing an album that had, i can't remember whether it was actually out by then the gold gold experience was this 1996 the, the, the 96 yep, yep. japan so he, uh, all of a sudden he bangs vicky waiting out live and my jaw hit the floor when i was listening to that for the first time i'm like holy shit, shit. this sounds banging live it's awesome it's it's really weird and then they like because obviously it gets released in the that version of it gets released in the music club uh 
as well. It was a great live version of it, but this yeah, this song, <clears throat> this song was just kind of, in other words, I, again, this was a time when I didn't have a huge reference of Prince. I, I had a couple of albums that I was in love with, but I didn't have like the kind of career spanning kind of uh, for you prince dirty mind and controversy were still yet to just, be listened you, to you were just a pamphlet back then you weren't an encyclopedia show <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> that's, that's um, back then yeah back then and i was uh, when i had this i don't know how anybody else feels about it but this is another one that sounded completely we've turned enough you know like after party man this is uh just another mood that I'd not heard before. It's just kind of like, again, quite dark. Uh, how, did you like, how did you like it? How did it hit you? Um, it was, it wasn't one of those immediate kind of, I, uh, I love this in the way that say like party man, the future, but it was like, I stopped and listened. Like I, I wasn't like, I wasn't dancing around to it. Cause usually my first reaction is quite physical, especially back then. But like it was a kind of okay. Let's listen to. It's, it's, it's more of a drive-by than a slap in the face, as Vicky. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, this is one of the best songs on the album for me. This is a better song for me than the future or Party Man. Good one. Um, yeah. It's this is this is proper serious, great songwriting with a psychological depth. I love it. I think mm. the the lyrics are great. They put mm. together some really. Uh, they bring together some real themes that are, you know, inherent in the Batman story and in Prince's thing. The, the thing about, um, what is it about, whatever floats, uh, sometimes her body's there, so, so, sometimes... Sometimes it floats. Know, what, what whatever floats this Joker's boat. No, no, just before yeah. that, sometimes... Uh, sometimes... Uh, all, is well is, all is well in Gotham City, the sound, uh, the sound of terror is all you hear. Sometimes a pistol takes yeah, the place of her body. Sometimes a pistol takes the place of her body. Sometimes her body's here is an amazing line. Yeah. Now, yeah. now that's great lyrics. That's yeah, yeah. great lyrics. And um, that, that does a lot of things in the Prince and Batman universe for me. But um, I, I yeah. think... I, sorry. Well, I mean, if you uh, like, if you kind of outside of the Prince world and into the storyline, take uh, take that line and put it on uh, Bruce Wayne watching his parents die. You know, something yeah. like to take, the pistol takes the place of the body and the psychology of the but, ricochet. But you know, it's, it's much, great. It's, it's much bigger than that for me. It's about like, you know, sex and violence and power dynamics and that's all good Prince stuff. But it's like, yeah. he's, he's, you know, that it's a particular, it's a particularly, it's got a big, it's got a universal kind of truth in it somewhere. And it's really good. Um, I think means- the lyrics hit me. F- I think that when I say I was listening rather than like I was listening rather than dancing and stuff like that, I think you're right in that the lyrics hit me harder than the music on this one in the initial the listens. I think it's, I think- it, it's right in the sweet spot of a mid-tempo Prince number. It's so unrushed. It is like it, I to me. I, I don't know how I. Um, I can't speak for everybody because we've all got different bodies and legs and things, but this is my perfect walking along song. It's, it's just like, yeah. it's, it's been written to me to be my pedestrian pace and that's not a diss. It's just like, absolutely. I remember I remember years ago, though, I had a flatmate who was um, a bit of a smart ass and uh, he would... I, uh, he, he would he was he thought he knew everything about everything and then i played him some prints and he was very into very strange music and he was amazed at how one of the things that hit him was how prince's tempos 
were very uncompromising. Prince wouldn't, Prince does stuff too slow sometimes for other artists. Uh, he doesn't rush it. He, when he's got something, he does it at whatever pace he likes. And Vicky Waiting for me is an example of Prince just going, this is where this song's gonna sit, right in this spot. And it just is, to me, authoritative. Yeah. It's always... It is perfectly paced. He doesn't rush it. He doesn't drag it. It's just like bang on for me. It, it really kicks. But um, oh, sorry, it doesn't kick. That's exactly yeah, the point. Yeah. It, it just it just strolls. And um, the middle eight section though is fantastic. Well, I, the, the way I see that track is it's it's more of a comic book story in itself. And like you oh. said, Andy, that you're walking and out of the tracks from the album this is not gives me an impression of gotham city and walking around gotham city yeah. has that oh, like it like it that, that the way that it presents it. you can you can sort of see the panels can't you yeah, yeah. yes yeah, exactly yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's really laid out you're right you're right if, if there was a music video it would be like the comic book yeah. you know turning the page it, it, and then oh the, that i'd yeah. like to see someone yeah. do that there's a lot yeah. of sophistication and depth there's a lot of sophistication and depth there i think it it's as i say it, I felt it was a bit of a grower, but I think it just mm. goes to show if, you know, again, the focus of what he was doing, uh, the fact that he was, it wasn't just the album, his next album, that he was driving to a point and had sort of been, you know, given the job entrusted. And the mm. bottom line is, if you want a good soundtrack, who are you going to trust? Yeah. Hey. Oh, Can I just say something before we get on to trust oh, though? Because that preemptive, sorry, that preemptive. <laughs> is he keeps trying <laughs> sorry sorry it's, right. I'm, I'm just saying that um it's interesting about thing about it being a grower because the two other songs that are kind of in that same pace thingy that and same kind of feel of it for me whether you think they're as good or not as good or whatever is uh shy and walk don't walk and i find them in that same kind of plot now you know, you've said it, yeah, shy. Yeah. Oh, hell shy, yeah. Yeah. shy and yeah, walk, yeah. don't walk. They're very yeah, similar yeah. in that kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that ped pedestrian thingy, but they're totally kind of agree. growers. Totally in, and there's a lot of interest. Shy, the guitar work on that is just... Yeah, it's lovely. It's not, it's not a song I love. And Walk, Don't Walk is definitely not a song I love, but I like that. I, I, I but it's like the same it. pace, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's, I think there's others too. I think they know. don't grab you by the throat, but they draw. But I, I was drawn but, in by the ear. I, I, but I think, I think Prince sits brilliantly in that mid tempo. I think actually, mm. probably I know is about the same tempo as well. There's a lot of songs that just like it's just like, hey man, I've got this all worked out, laid out like you say, Lee, all panelled out. I'm Prince. Everything's going to fall in the right place at my speed. Mm. Yeah. Um, Vicky Waiting does that and I just yeah. really quickly want to say that middle eight though talk of children still frightens me is my character enough to be that is brilliant and the guitar mm. the guitar details in that section are to die for and yeah. also I also sometimes enjoy hearing one that does the, is my character enough to be one that deserves a coffee made as coffee made sometimes I think <laughs> and the kind of the kind of weird dissonant harmonies is are, um, at the end of that bit where it's like um and until then, she's held a babe by my animal-like persistence. Bow, 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 Maybe bow, she, bow, bow. Um, this is where she wants to stay. Again, the, again. the kind of the way his voice breaks, like a, he's trying to push his voice in a way that kind of breaks and cracks a little bit, even it, though it's not that stressful a line. It, it's another. It's another real. It, it's another unclassifiable slice of Prince, and I love that one. But like 
Paddy says you can trust you like that song. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can I start this one off? Go for it. I know where this is going. <laughs> Probably my least favorite on the album. Really? I I did not. Know it's not a bad. It's not a bad song, but it's. I'm shocked. My kind of. Oh, I kind of like. Wasn't I, this the replacement track for Two Hundred Balloons, which was rejected for the scene? I think so. Because we'll trust. Like, I think it's one of the ones that's got more film time. Sorry, the, Joe, that's all right. This is the one that should have been the B side. <laughs> They're like, and 200 Balloons is much better than this song. <laughs> but, um, I'd go with that. Yep. I, um, Lee I, looks visibly hurt by that. Please, oh. please, Lee, express no, no, no. your pain. No, it was just more of how it sits in the scene. I, I'm thinking more of the movie now. 200 Balloons obviously makes sense because it's the balloon scene with yeah. the Smilax gas. In, in the balloons but obviously trust is the whole point of before the parade in Gotham he talks about it being Joker and Batman and who do you trust you know yeah. he'll be there will Batman be there and that's the whole so I don't know if that was the I, reason I think, why it was changed I think, trust, I think trust has more energy for that scene but I also think that it's an empty energy it, it's it's a weak track on the album and yet over time they've this this whole album just I love every track on it, and even Trust is a weak track comparatively. Yeah, but it's I, got it's still got some like it's kind of like um can't stop this feeling I got. It's still got those great little uh, bits in it. I, like I would take Trust over Can't Stop Graffiti Bridge version any day because Graffiti uh, that Can't Stop Graffiti Bridge gets bogged down in extra details and sections that I don't think belong in the song. This this doesn't try to be more than it is. It's just a four on the floor banger from start to finish. It's not his. It's not even in his top fifty most inspired in this genre. But it's yeah. It's, I like it just fine. I like I like the guitar. I like the. It's like a sort of. It, 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 somebody hijacked bluegrass or the blues or something and turned yeah. it into an electronic nightmare. I like it. It's kind of like Prince does this kind of rockabilly thing and sometimes it's really successful like Sister or something like that and then sometimes he does it like this and it's and it's it's okay. I mean like I say it's there's not a song I don't like on this album but um me neither, me neither. you know the the bit where it's like hot and close dig it now. Dun, dun, da, 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 da. I kind of like it. It's like but it's there's, there's a lot to enjoy. This is this is definitely one of the songs that sounded extremely It sounded extremely Extremely thin to me when I got it's, the album. Very much, if you think of where they are on the album, it's very much sort of the yin to the Vicky Waiting Yang. Vicky Waiting is a steady plodder with lots of depth. This is a up tempo and it has a pitch change in the middle as well. Yeah. Um, and and it, it, does, it, it uses those mechanics to, to, to sort of lift and yeah, give itself it, more momentum. So. It, 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 it it's gets all of the track album track if you like. It it it, work, it works hard to convince really, and mm. uh, yeah yeah I like it. <laughs> I, I I'm the same as you. I really like it, but it's not yeah it's not like it's some massive stunning it's tune. A, and there are better ones on the album, but it is a great track as well. Again, but again, with everything in this period, even if it's not top top notch, it's always interesting, and it's always sonically bizarre. Mm. 
and the details are always nobody else but Prince. It's so like this music, and I want to uh, make a slight deviation out, but stuff like "God Is Alive" from this period, or just a thereabouts, is like like there. Uh, that's one of the best songs he never released for me. But uh, mm. like "God Is Alive" is like the absolute apex of how weird he was at this time for me yeah Every, everything is wrong in just the right way and trust is not the apex of this but it's still more interesting than 99 percent of other suckers out there for me yeah it's it sounds like I, it sounds comic booky and that's kind of it fits uh but it's kind of also why i, I weirdly kind of i can't engage with it in a completely I, would, I think i'd probably call this one a cheap and guilty pleasure i like it it's one of my favorite scenes <laughs> the, the, the thing is the two my two of my favorite tracks on the album and like two of my favorite scenes in the movies you know party man and joker in the the gallery and then trust and and joker with the parade in gotham so i don't know if that's the reason why i like both these tracks so much but it uh, and both of them highlight and I suppose it's it's Jack Nicholson's performance as the Joker with these tracks as well. It's like his energy as well within both performances, if that makes sense. Yeah, a bigger sense. part Absolutely. of the overall cadence is the attachment to the film and that synergy with the film. Yeah, yeah. completely see that. Yeah. See, I, I won't get too much into it, but I, I mean, I didn't love the film, and I think I think a, <gasps> I know, I know. In a funny way, in a funny way, I think. The album and the film both feel a bit moribund. Like the, uh, to me, I could sum up that film in the way, and I'm—I don't mean to piss on anyone's parade here, but um, that's not a segue into parade. I'm no. a paddy. Um, <laughs> I, uh, but, but like the way the way the Batmobile kind of lurches off in that film. Going, I'm like, oh, this film's never quite getting off the ground. In a way, the Batman. Oh. Yeah, hey, Lee, Lee's holding up a Batmobile. I mean, I'm talking yeah. to the wrong crowd, but um, yeah. I, uh, for those of you listening in black and white, Lee has a Lego. I, I do kind of. Lee has a Lego Batmobile in his hands. There, there, were, there was something stilted and heavy and moribund about the movie, and I would also say that's true of the album. And in a way. The album has, it's what makes the album fascinating for me over time. And I haven't revisited Ooh. the film often enough. The best thing about this movie is it has the best Batman Bruce Wayne in it. More the best Bruce Wayne in it because he's he's weird and he's quirky. And Who is coming I, I think back. You feel that, yeah, and you, yeah, he's coming back. And you feel that in the album in a way. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you know, it'd be interesting. It, yeah, but I, I would say that both the film and the album are interesting in messes, and I prefer the album. <laughs> don't and don't hang on for me to try and fit lemon crush into this because I've thought about it and I have no idea. So I don't <laughs> know how to segue. That, that's okay. very honest so of you, Paddy. We appreciate that. Let's I was going to go with the line of "I'm crushed." The... <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've crushed my lemons on this one. Uh, yeah. Crushed my lemons on this one. I'm, I'm crushed that to some extent, Andy. You find the Batman movie a lemon? Okay. Um, <laughs> Hey, it's what I do. Um, lemon crush. <laughs> I, I, I want to come right out because this will break Chopin's heart. I think the weakest segment of the album is Trust to Lemon Crush, and I still like them both very much, but they're, 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 those are the two probably weakest tracks in some respect for me. Okay. <laughs> look, look, I can't be too mad. You supported me on Arms of Orion, so... <laughs> you supported me on Arms of Orion. Yeah, and, and I was... Compl- like, I, I'm more surprised that you like Arms of Orion than... Fell flat on Lemon Crush, so 
I, uh, hey, it's all relative. Yeah. I, I really, yeah. I really enjoy both songs, but I find that let me like dun 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 dun. Oh. dun, dun it, it to me, uh, yeah, it's good, but it also sounds like okay. And a Michael album filler track baseline. Whoa, um, um, that, that's all. But but well, the second but half it of is his sounds, his vocal delivery on it is what I think. I, is the way he it's it's not oh. like it's not like if I listen to dun 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 yeah, 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 yeah. on its own, it's so much more than those uh four Actually, notes. It's, it sounds quite like bad, doesn't it? The bass line. Well, yeah, dun 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 dun. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I think I think it, it sounded uninspired to me. I think I think you're right. His vocal is yeah. amazing. He delivers it with a really kind of uh, he delivers it with a really aching drawl. It's very sleazy. He he has this thing that like every now and again he does is use interchangeable words to make uh let's see if I can get this um right out. He uses this kind of like lyric writing device. It's like he uses it in this and he uses it in some in song like uh Color by the Steels, where you know you change out words for something else. It's like uh you know, like where you say you know, like lemon crush is interchangeable with bittersweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, like absolutely. because because you know, like the lemon is l- a sharp yeah, yeah. lemony thing, but crush is like a like a, a soda, like like an American soda is like uh-huh. a kind of crush. So a lemon crush is something that's bittersweet, and and he does it the same. Like, what's your color? And he uses the word color instead of judge. Yeah. Oh, he's, you know, they're yeah, inter- he, interchangeable he, in that he, song. He translates things very poetically. Like for instance, yeah, the early lyric. Another example of this, I think, speaks to that is that. The early lyric of 1999 was "I was tripping when I wrote this." Oh, right. And then, and then he changes it to "dreaming," and suddenly it becomes magical. Because yeah. Any mother can write tripping, but Prince is about something. Prince goes to a different code. It also makes it more universal and deeper. Because if I'm, I was tripping was like, oh, and I was yeah, like, I know, you know, yeah. like. I know, I know. Like you know, even relatable. Either, either you're angry or you're on drugs. Yeah, yeah, you know, like like one of those kind of things. Or, or, or like nowadays, it's used very. You know, it's used all over the place. But it, it wasn't then. But it, and it sounds like yeah. a Hangover from the sixties as well. But, yeah. But when he goes to dreaming, it turns it into something uniquely strange and warm and odd and alien and Prince. And I think I think you're right. Lemon Crush. He just uses it with no explanation and lets you rip off. Yeah, because if I mean it, the most direct and more and more kind of lyrically kind of like oh, it makes it makes sense would be like every time you kiss me, bittersweet. Now yeah, I can't resist the bittersweet. But I you know, agree more. It's what every he time you, he translates things, and again another but, brilliant example which I might have talked about is when yeah. in, in a love bazaar, like, who else turns one, yeah. two, one to, into a, a b, b, a b, and suddenly it's like oh my god, this is a playground. This song, it's to the point that on songs. to the point where on the tour, sure. it's like they know which song they're going to play by whether he says one, two, three, or a b c. You know, amazing, just like yeah, amazing. So amazing. Always translating things into a strange yeah. world of his own devices. So. Like, exactly. Again, when I say this is the one of the weaker songs on the album for me, it's weak within the most incredible you know, setting. World. Yeah. Yeah. Setting. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, yeah so. But lemon, Cr- lemon crush, and the future for me are two fan. Like uh, to me, those are probably my two kind of high points that I love the most. I mean. Uh, they're not the ones I listen to the most. I think kind of the bat, they, uh, bat they, define, they define this album for you somehow. Yeah, if you, like the future and Lemon Crush conjure up the kind of deepest feeling uh, and the deepest moves. 
I love the second half of this song. The second half of yeah. the song is very much in love, sexy territory. It's that the bit way. where he's like, like that. Do me, baby. Oh, ah, ah. <laughs> Dude, you know, that's her. <laughs> Let me yeah, crap. Suddenly, lots of little, suddenly, lots of weird yeah. digital artifacts are flying around all over the place and little things are whooshing by, and you just go, I don't know where I am. I love that section. <laughs> and there's. And it's that bit that do 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 that now. It's just oh my god. There's so many little, which is why I was saying that like kind of that bass that do 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 is is not enough to describe this song because there's so much little. There's so much detail in this song, but it's such a sparse sounding album. There's a sort of argument to say that in a way this song sort of defines and cornerstones the album in a way that there's something about it which is kind of quirky but focused it's very produced i i'm not, i'm reaching I, i've got in my head what i think here but i'm struggling to articulate it but there's something about lemon crush for me which sort of underlines the batman album and i'm I, i'm a bit similar to andy in a sense i i think it isn't necessarily the strongest song in the album at all but I've yeah, got, there's definitely something about it. I've got a weak spot for every song on this album, this one included. And I think, actually, Chopin, you've definitely crystallised something for me that I hadn't quite realised, which is the vocal performance is great on this song. Yeah. Like, the the character he's playing emotionally is amazing. It's Yeah, because it's, it's, it's kind of like a street slang approach to, like, uh, um, you know... If I'm if I'm working at my job, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a no. victim. Yeah, it's kind of like an easy and, and, kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I know. It, yeah. You're right. It's just he draw he draws it. That's the word. I'm a victim. He draws those verses a split second behind the beat, and there's something seedy about it. Yeah, in a great way. I yeah, agree. yeah. If yeah. I'm working, yeah, it's almost southern, isn't it? Yeah, at my job. <laughs> Bit, yeah, yeah, shades of Mick Jagger in there too. It's, yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've opened, you've blown my mind. I'm liking Lemon Crush more than ever at this moment. And yeah, I, didn't, I did like it already. But. And that, and that breakdown that, uh, like that breakdown at the end, where it's like, did yeah, did did God, I'd love to hear that. I'd suddenly love to hear the Stones. Yeah, doing <laughs> Lemon and Crush right, but like. Um, like let it bleed era stones, do yeah. I'm working at my job, or, or some girls' era stones doing yeah. that crush would be excellent. God, that's that's a fant that's a fantasy island request, isn't it? Yeah, that's a that, you just that's a mind. scandalous idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well played, sir. I feel like this is going to become a thing now. <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna come right out of the gate and say this is probably the best song on the album. It's magnificent. I love it. Probably one of my favorite Pink's Lee, really? I did not expect that. Who knew? It's a good song. I'll let Lee talk. Go on. No, no, no. I absolutely I I think one of my favorite uh Prince music videos of him just being Prince in red with the microphone and that's it. It's it's. I, I really like it. It's probably yeah, one of my favourite, and it's grown. It's grown on me over the years. It wasn't one of my particular favourites, but I think it's it's grown this on is, me. This is a song that only a world class artist can carry off. Yes, like, agree. It's such a heavy, heavy song to try and carry, and the vocal range as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the density of the chords. This is the most quote unquote musical song on here. 
it's, it's a very, very sophisticated palette. It is like, I can't imagine many, many artists who could sing this song and convince. Can I, for me, interestingly enough, this has, although again, not a massive ballad uh, person, but for me, weirdly enough, this has the same issue as Party Man in the, after hearing the Scandalous Sex Week, I, I the song doesn't feel complete. There's so many like sections with that Scandalous Sex Week with the guitars and the nah. Kim Basinger lines. Now, it's m- much as I love the Scandalous Sex Week, and I do. Yeah, the version on Batman is a glorious world world class ballad, and it's really really unusual as well. It, it, it's a really it's an except like it is, and he you know the the colours of the video lead and the yeah. colours of the mm. uh, the outfit. Absolutely, he knew exactly what emotion emotional yeah. range he was hitting on this, and it's perfection. Actually, it's one of his best ever songs for me. The the one thing I will give him on this one, because one of his best ever drop. songs. Did you yes, say? I did. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I will say the thing that I will. G- this is what happens if you drink whiskey out of a. Hit and, <laughs> and I'll tell you what else, mate. I bloody love, right? I bloody love that scandal track. That scandal. That scandal track. For my money, Candlesticks is one of his best ever. <laughs> you're, you're a step away from standing on top of your chair and saying, "You don't know me." Exactly. <laughs> you kids don't know your bald. Exactly. <laughs> With no, your get-offs and your kisses. No, no, no. I, I, honestly, I, I stand by it. This is a this is a brilliant, brilliant piece of mature songwriting by yes. uh, by a world-class artist. I'm in a Fantastic. funny position with this. Um, scandalous. I'm sort of eh, it's all right, but what Andy said about it, I also it's yeah. But putting it that way, you you can't. I don't think you can deny that another artist, you know, something so sparse. And so powerful, I don't think somebody else had carried off it. There is a stat, there is like um this whole the whole album is like a staggering confidence in his focused creativity, mm-hmm. which is which this sort of epitomizes mm-hmm. in a way. Well, the, um, sorry, yes, yeah. I, I think it, 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 it's funny again. It's a weird mixture of sparse and dense because the chord changes are so dense. It's like, like mm. you know, obviously most pop uses three or four notes in a chord at any given time right usually three prince was one of the people who helped change that landscape in the 80s it was only i think i heard read somewhere maybe in one of duane's uh duane tudel's uh studio but somebody saying uh it was only really prince and the police who were pushing chords for a bit in the early Mm. 80s and finding augmenteds and blooded but and bringing that back into the palette of pop the the chords in scandalous like go to a a different place again they go to like you sort of feel like some of them have about 14 notes in them. It's like the whole song is like pushing a rock uphill. It's that heavy. It's that good. The interesting thing as well, it's kind of like, I've never really thought about it before until you said it about the kind of, um, the approach and it takes someone like Prince to, you know, pull this song off because it's, it's, and it's the pause between the first the come and closer that another artist would probably not have been confident with that much space between the two words. And also it took someone as kind of like self-confident 
you know, as bold faced as Prince does, like, I've got so much on the menu, I just can't wait. You know, like, this is kind of like in the hands of like an R. Kelly is just like, oh, you know, like, but in the hands of Prince is a kind of, oh, like, you yeah, know, yeah. It, it's but, a given that he's that guy. But, um, but it's like that, come closer, you know, like, it's a big pause to leave. It's an extraordinary song for me. I think, um, it's funny that we've been talking about um this is this is classic prince as well oh he was so focused he was so, oh really was he why did he then suddenly go and smear honey all over the consoles and make an 18 minute version of this forget the batman thing this is just prince on the front no logo i've just accidentally made an 18 minute mini album i, I mean how, how much how much do you love this man even when he's focused he accidentally does that whoops well, I mean, he's focused in the sense that while he's doing it and like, and he finishes it in that day, that's kind of a focused thing. Oh, but oh, like, I know, I'm, uh, but I'm he's just very fast when he's focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Prince's <laughs> focus is not other people's focus. You're saying, yeah, oh, I, I, yeah. I've made you the, I've made you this album. It's all about Batman. Oops, now it's not. Now it's 18 minutes of something totally different and an eight minute B side. Whoops. Oh, that that B side is particularly amazing. Sex. That's a taste, oh, that's a tasty little fucker, isn't it? <laughs> is that that? Oh, again. We're switching tracks sorry but, but, no, but, we but, we can go to the b-sides after we've done back dance I'm, I'm, Lee, I, <laughs> I, want, I want to stand back a moment and, and give you a virtual high five lee because i did not know that we felt the same way about that song okay. i'm so pleased uh, to hear that somebody here at least has class he, with prince he sells the sexiness of prince within that in that song you know even for a heterosexual guy it'd be like hey <laughs> Oh, okay, really? Okay, we've gone, we've gone somewhere else. We are now listening to Prince okay. Podcast after after dark. Lee's about to make some. Uh, I think uh, I've been drinking your whiskey. Yeah, Lee's yeah. currently putting on a blonde Kim Basinger wig. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lee! Come. Hey, Vicky's waiting. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> Lee, Lee, put down the honey. Put down the honey. But <laughs> put down the spoon. Ah, uh, again, an amazing track. Uh, Paddy, what did you like with the scandalous sex week? That guitar work, like oh, on that, yeah. that that lead, that guitar work is just so. I know you know, like kind of that having that kind of guitarist head when listening to it. Because by the time I listened to this, I was playing, and I was just like, "Oh, the like the it was it was burning." Like the it's intensity one of, those of it. Places is a lot more comfortable. These kind of. Temp, like as we've alluded to, with a lot of sort of rich chordal stuff going on, he's very, yeah. very comfortable. Um, he's one of those players who's got such a, a perfect ear for direction, you kind of can't go wrong with him and stuff like that. I yeah. mean, it's a playground for him, isn't it? A yeah. Playground. yeah, it's a wonderful thing. I scandalous, gosh, I, I'm gonna have to spin scandalous after this conversation again because it's just too good. I'm gonna to have to dig out my sex suite DVD. Uh, yeah. DVD. My sex suite CD to listen to it because I haven't uh, listened to it for a long time. I, I think one way or another, we're all in for a very yeah, <laughs> sultry evening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right, let's get. Although we next. might derail that with the next one. Let's yeah, yeah. This yeah. is all out. This is absolutely everything out on the floor with Bat Dance, isn't it? It's all out there. Uh, it's those from the very first moment those those guitar goes like bow 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 that dance is an absolute freaking <sighs> hoot of a song it's a brilliant brilliant piece it's of absolute music. schizophrenic 
genius is this yeah gets phonic genius it's production it, genius as well like, yeah yeah in every way and it has one of the most fucking kick-ass guitar solos yes the nicest tone that he's ever fucking yes. played and ever. and it has one of my favorite keyboard solos in it that organ solo before the guitar yeah. is, it's da, da, da. so it, it's da, da, nothing da, 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 da. and it's everything it's brilliant. oh dear we're all we're all gonna have to go and, go and lie down in a dark room after we've gone over this really like pr- pr- Prince, the back cave. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, during the eighties, and with Bat Dance being the last, last gasp of that for me, Prince found notes that no one else found, and that keyboard solo. Uh, uh, and I agree with you, the guitar solo is monstrous, but just that little, just oh, I'm just going to touch that, that, and that in a way that no yeah. one ever really thought to do before. Well, okay, that's amazing. It's like, you know, the hot thing, uh, the organ solo he plays on a hot thing on the Sign of the Times movie is another oh, like, yeah. thing. And he just throw he throws these things away. And yeah. If you keep throwing away moments of brilliance over a catalogue as deep as Prince, you're Prince and no one else is. Yeah. It's like unbelievable the the one one of the things that blew my mind is when i was reading one of the studio uh like a prince in the studio book and it was uh that it was all done on like it's all done on tape uh like se- uh, like sequences and uh samplers to tape uh and one of the one of the ways he triggered the one of the bass lines was with a kick so you know with that you know that boom, 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 boom. But if you if you hear there's 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 a there's only a kick at the start of the bass loop, and that's how and and the the kick is how he triggers the bass loop. Whereas that kick, 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 kick. So it's that boom, 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 You know, and it's just like oh, it's the kick drum sample. There's only a kick drum there. It's just like. It's just one of those kind of little production geek things that away from kind of uh-huh. musicality, like just the cold techniques of it. It's just like, oh that's my amazing. God, that's how he did that? Yeah, this is a, it, again, it's like, it's again, it, it's a it's a unique single. It, it's, it's clearly not, again, it, like, it's not a single that sits comfortably for the wider world after yeah. the phenomenon. Of course it's not, because it's it's a mental collage. But I think it's it's marvellous, really. Have you, could you say there's a song that sounds like it? No, of course not. No. Not, even close. No. not no. at all. I, I couldn't even like think a, of one. It, 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 yeah, it truly is uncategorizable. And it has several different sort of genre artifacts within it. It, it just... Yeah. It tip it this this kind of typifies the man in many many ways. Yeah. Um. Nobody else's head could work in such a way as to devise such evil genius as this. Never yeah. mind. It's play subtle keyboard riff solos and then kick that guitar solo yeah. out and then completely alter alter the song to being just a, like a repetitive funk jingle for a little bit with some more samples. It, it's, and, it's just a preposterous and genius. Then who, and, then who else, and then who else would just think, oh, I'll, I'll slap a brand on that and make it a number one hit in the States. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, a, it's, it's the best con he ever pulled on anyone. It's brilliant. Yeah, and, and, and to go from the, the kind of the serious musical intensity of that kind of intro and the guitar solos around the front to then kind of relieve it with hey Doug you want to stick the seven inch in the computer you know um, like I, ha- like- I, ha- I have I have a little Google home mini yeah one of those little 
you know, those little yeah. biscuity looking things that sit around. And I use it all the time because they're very useful. And you might have an Alexa one. I'll try not to say it. It will set it off. I have this recurring fantasy since the day I got this thing. Now, you know how you wake this thing up? You say, I won't say it because it will wake up. You go, hey, and then the name of that company, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, even to this day, I go, hey, let's stick the seven inch in the computer. And the day that it comes out with ha, 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 will be my, that I will die happy. I do. I go, hey. The way I see this. Track. I've tried that and mine just starts telling the shipping forecast. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the way I see this track, it's almost like a new, no disrespect to him, but it's almost like a musical, a stage play with all the different elements. Even with the yep. music video, it's it's almost like a stage performance and it's a, you know, it's a tribute to... I think the thing the I like about the first part of the video as well, it's very, very much him recording this album on his own. You have this sort of little, um, yeah, yeah. what what would you call interface. it? Like a, yeah, a music interface area with just random walls with keyboards stuck in them and monitors, and then he jumps down and does his solo and all this kind of thing. It, it's per, it's just it's perfect. perfection and brilliance. I love it. The, the, I would the, love one of those Batman logoed CD player things that he has oh, in it. Yeah. With, like, I, would... I, I think like the video feels like it, feel, it feels like stepping into inside, inside Prince's head. Yes, it's like going into his brain. You don't know. You don't really know where you are in that video. It's brilliant. I think the the entire song is like Prince having a musical food fight with himself. I love it. That's a good. I like that yeah. food fight. Yeah. It, and in that sense, it's weirdly as t- like for for something that doesn't seem like a personal statement, it's weirdly as telling as Love Sexy is. But that's exactly what that's it's come up a few times tonight. People have said this isn't a personal album with Prince. It was always personal. Yeah. Somebody give that give that job that job because you've described it as a job as well, Paddy. Give that job to any other artist, and they'll make they won't make this. They that prince prince answers the brief but also starts absolutely sort of playing with himself and he he puts so much prince into it it's ridiculous it's hilarious well remember the job was two songs as well so this is a very prince thing to have an album plus b-sides and 18 minute suite exactly (laughs) actually what he says is brilliant i really i've really identified with this and now i've turned it into me like i do everything yeah exactly yeah that's yeah absolutely that's that's the best way of looking at it i think it's but also imagine telling Imagine somebody imagine somebody so like self-focused, so talented and also so ego driven that they could turn the ninth uh, the, the biggest summer blockbuster that year probably for a couple of years previous as well oh. and make it about him. Hey, <laughs> let's, let's face it as well. And he's let's, not even in the film. Let's face it as well. We um you know, we loved Love Sexy. It took me a while to get my head around Love Sexy, but when I did it was like holy shit, this is just like whoa epiphany shit. But exactly. but his his sales weren't as brilliant that time. This this came along and happened and it it was kind of perfect. I think what was it second second biggest seller? Etc. Yeah. Yeah. So it it um it it did a damn good job as well. And it was the thing is that, although having said that, I I don't think that that was necessarily his intention or you know for him it was I think it was more that he found it was part of the Warner's family, so he was um it, it, he was what's the word? He was around the movie or he was around yeah. the right people. Then he had the 
the inspiration and then he was you know asked to to do it it I think I think it came about for all the right reasons not as a money maker I really really don't think it is that but nevertheless it didn't do him any harm I think I think it's a perfect storm Perfect storm, yeah. yeah. I, I, th- I think, I think, um, you know, it, de- it, it, the way, it, the reason it sold, it did, the reason it sold the way it did is because it had Batman slathered all over it, and yeah, but that's not to the detriment of the album. It's just like a, it, it's, just, it, it's, it's a deeper project than it looks like yeah. at first glance in every it's- way. Yeah, it's not a cold, cynical cash grab thing. Like I'll do this because you know it'll line in with the summer smash. But uh, there's, it, it, there's like, too much of perversity perversity in it to make it. Yeah, for all, for all that I've been saying that again, he was he was doing a job and it was focused. I'm not implying that he doesn't absolutely own it. I no, mean, no, no. You, you, yeah, pr- yeah <laughs> by definition, that it's got his name on it. He owned it. Yeah, but he tended to do that anyway with anything that he approached. Like, even if it was, even if somebody, like, case in point is like with Kate Bush, is like, you know, like, add a few bits on this track, and it's like suddenly it's just like, oh, no, 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 I'm just going to tape over this. Why don't we do it this way? (laughs) This way, completely like, for what, and make it one of my songs or whatever. I I think, you know, all of these. All everything we're talking about now contributes to the kind of bizarre little kind of puzzle box that is this album. Really, it's a it really does stand apart from all of his other work. Uh, obviously, it's massively connected to it, but it stands just to one side or on its own little shelf. And I think it's just grown and grown in my estimation. I really, it's so solid for me. I and yeah. it's so it's so its flaws are part of it. You know, is it a yeah. fix or is it a bug? Really. Um, can we talk about the B-sides very quickly? Can I, before we do that, can I just talk about the, the tension that builds up towards the very, very end of that? Yeah. You know, after where the, where the um, single version would have uh, cut off, you wow. know, and there's that long stretch at the end. It's like the, the, the don't stop dancing, yeah, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, it, the way that he, the, the 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 way that it runs on a vamp, that you know, and it brings in in its samples unreleased songs from Raven to the Joy Fantastic uh-huh. to uh, um uh, we hey we got the power which is like one of my favorite unreleased songs and and it's the way that it references not only songs from the album but stuff he was working on at the time that the way that these little musical ideas made themselves you know, uh, made their way into it and then just built this incredible tension before, you know, have you ever heard of the healing power of love? You know, this just like the ha, 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 closes the album with stop. Yeah. You're like, what a way to, you know. Sorry, go on. What a way to start, offend it, finish an album, stop. Yeah, it's so perfect. Sorry, Paddy, you were going to say. No, I was I was going to go on a slightly. I, I feel a bit selfish saying this, but it does speak to the type of track. I've we have an arrangement of this, and this is something that to perform, I I, I desperately want to perform that dance because it it's special in terms of imp- sort of generating this as a live track is very special, and there's you know, a certain amount of st- bits and pieces that we'd set, because again, for the people who've seen us and so on and so forth, we have certain samples that are 
that the, in my head, the way I arrange them is the stuff that has to be there and the same, those little bits are the same. Everybody yeah. plays and blah, blah, blah. But this song is a beautiful sort of recipe to try and work out how to do it live. Mm. Um, and I've got my Black Cloud and one day I'm going to play that solo in the middle of this song. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Is your Black Cloud, just out of curiosity, is it's it... the ESP. What, the ESP, I was going to say, yeah. did you get one of the Chinese ones or the ESP? But Yeah, yeah. But it's... Oh, it's okay. Oh, I, I'd kill to. I mean, again, it's not a. It's not like a horrific solo to play or anything. To yeah. get the right tone, that sort of over, overdriven, nasty, nasty tone. But the power of it, just the power of it. You know, you hit your sample with like the clav. Yeah. Is it clavs? I don't know whatever that yeah. sound is. But as soon as you have like organic drums, yeah, it lifts and goes. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, anyone skips this podcast, they're just going to literally hear us making different sounds. Sorry, yeah. Maybe UK sings the albums. <laughs> you have your own Batman assemblage, kids. Yeah. Coming up this podcast and making the whole album yourself. Um, yeah. I, uh, I want. I have a question about. You're right at the show, and it's an amazing way to end an album. Is just to say stop. It's fantastic. I am. Um, I've always wondered, and I've never had it confirmed or. I've, does anyone know this? Is that is that a sample? Is that Michael Keaton saying stop? It's a sample the from the film. It's him yeah. saying stop to the Batmobile. It, it, Batmobile, yeah, I was about to... I, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It always sounds like Prince saying that to me, but it's not, is it? It's, no. It actually sounds like Prince going stop, but it's not. Okay. It, it's, the ba- it's the best Batman so far saying that. Yeah. And um, We said that twice. <laughs> well, he, it's definitely it's definitely an amazing end to a bizarre. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Also, it replaces uh, "Dance with the Devil." Yeah, which is lugubrious. Well, if you think about like, usually when he switches a song, it's like for like. But "Dance with the Devil" couldn't be any more different than no, no, than this. Like, like you've got to say it's a good switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it bookends an album. To go from like the future is a great opener and bat dance is a great closer. Uh, I th- it is. It's 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 basically says all right. That was a whole lot of mess. Let's even throw that in a blender and keep eating itself. Just yeah. keep, eat, keep digesting itself. Um, yeah, we did it, guys. We got through the album. Yay! Track by track, more or less. Okay, B sides. Two hundred oh, balloons. I love two hundred. I love it yeah. too. Love it's, it. It's just it's so it, it shouldn't be as good as it is, but somehow it is. The absolute just sample frenzy, and not even just samples, but replayed things and themes coming in from other songs. It's all over Bat Dance. It's all over um, two hundred balloons. Rave to the yeah. Fantastics in there. Yeah. It, it's just an absolute festival of nonsense. I love it. And um, yeah. There's a little, there's a little, um, little bit of Cindy C in there near the end as well. A little yeah. bit of callback to Cindy C. It's like that. Is it that? Don't, don't, don't. Oh, is Legrind is in there? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, of course. There, there's Legrind, and there's a bit of there's a resung bit of Cindy C with changed lyrics and stuff. So it's just again, this is a snapshot of all the many, many projects Prince had been doing around this time and in the year or two before it's Berserk. I love that kind of megaphone style. I don't know if it's a rap or kind of wrapped, half wrapped, half sing. Uh, um, 
you know, coming from the east. Coming this, from... this isn't even one of Prince's best B-sides, and it's got more musical ideas in it than most people's careers. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. It's like... And, and uh, it's, it, this one I always describe as like my bonus ball B-side. It's yeah. not It's not top, 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 top notch, but I have such a soft spot for that monster of a track. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's just too good, isn't it, really? It's just so good. It's dense. It's like it's interesting. It's a perfect B-side for Bat Dance because it's one of the few things that's as dense and kind of crazy well, sounding. It had, what it, it's like somebody took the... It's sort of somebody took the kind of feel of Bat Dance and said, well, Prince did, and said, let's hammer this into something that just doesn't stop. Instead of yeah. just stopping and starting and being chopped up, let's try and reconstitute that in a just straight beat, but a mechanical beat that just, it, it's not going to deviate. It's going to go from start to finish. You're going to see a, li- a through line on it in the yeah. way that you don't see the through line on Batman. I love the line that my, my funk's going to cut you so deep, it's going to touch your soul. is it like that bit at the end. Oh. Oh my god, god I don't think I've ever heard that line. Uh, cry, cry, cry. I love it when you moan. My funk is so deep, it's gonna touch your soul. Oh, oh I could god. be I, getting it wrong. No, no, no. I I think I, I know that I know the line you mean. I've never worked out the lyrics of that. I I, I love um my funk is multi-layered. Don't, don't stop, stop me, me now. We literally are just singing the B-sides. <laughs> oh my god, well, it's so that's, good. That's kind of what it's about, isn't it? You think there's another aspect? I think there's another. I'm I'm talking a bit more holistically now about the whole thing, but in a funny way. So he, you know, he did the Black Album. He had his Epiphany. He released Love Sexy. In a in a funny way, this album's a way that he can go cartoon dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with the excuse of the association with the film, because again, there there is some real darkness in there thematically. It's 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 good for that. So maybe yeah. this is maybe this is more like. From what I said before, if you're comparing it to another album, maybe it's more Black Album than it is. It's maybe yeah. this is where Black Album and Love Sexy collide and make something yeah. new. It's, yeah. um, it's interesting thought. Yeah, it, it is interesting. I think um, definitely the fact that he in, invents Gemini shows and all that. Yeah, yeah. it fuses Gemini. those two elements. It, it, it's the beauty of all those synergies. You've got, like you say, you've got this idea of you've got this idea of Love Sexy. And the Black Album, right? And a synergy. Gemini, you've got this idea of Batman Joker. It yeah, It's yeah, almost yeah. as if it's... You yeah, know. yeah, 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 yeah. It's a We've genius. made peace but, with those two things but, and but, kind but, of can but, put them together. But yeah. also, you're right. But I think you're right, Paddy. It's like it's like a... Comp- this one word that I would describe the whole Batman album is compressed. And yeah. it's like... And it's... You're right. It's like... Yeah, it's like... A, he takes the black album and he takes love sexy and he puts them in a car crusher and you get this weird cube of metal this dirty ugly crazy bit of dense metal and that's the batman album and, and again perhaps and perhaps he's even a step cleverer than all of us it's not a, a cynical comeback it's a safe excuse to stretch his yes. dark muscle it, yeah he's made pe- yeah it, it looks like it's about <laughs> batman it is all about prince as usual i can't believe that i thought this was simplistic at the time but it's interesting just talking about it with you guys now makes me realize that over the years as you digest the whole context of his career before and after batman makes more and more sense similarly yes. similarly though andy you're not on your own when it came out i was nowhere ne- i liked it but i was nowhere near as impressed with it exactly. as i've become over the years and of all of all the albums well 
it's it's it, the top few albums that we discuss in the band, particularly because I um when I met our, our original saxophone player Ian, he wasn't really into Prince, and uh, he's now a big Prince fan. His missus is a big Prince fan, and we we've often discussed like the the Batman album and. It, 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 so much coverage draws you in. It's magnetic. And like I say, it's that fine wine. And yeah. it, I, I've got to be careful what I say in this respect because I'm not dissing stuff that came after because irrespective of me probably being more of an 80s than a 90s guy, God, I love the yeah. 90s. God, I love yeah. the 90s and, and so on. But oh yeah, it, it's, it's as if without being negative to work that came after the 80s, I think 80s Prince shines more the further you get away from Batman as that was the tail end of that and it just makes it shine even more and more and more and it pulls you back to look oh, at it I will say yeah that. it wasn't quite love sexy and before and it certainly wasn't what came after graffiti bridge but I, the further you go chronologically it pulls you back and pulls you back and pulls you back it's a it's a real, it does, it's, it's a real watershed moment for sure i think what it does is like it bookends, uh, uh, bookends nicely an era because, like, from for you to Batman, he's like this is someone that's finding themselves. From then on in, it's somebody you know, like it's very much like the ninety stuff. As you know, I will say that the difference that I think that a lot of people pick up on on nineties and eighties stuff, like eighties, is the search, and nineties, he knows who he is, and he's walking into these albums knowing himself a lot better and more confident having a lot well, if not if not having a lot less self-doubt you know i don't I, see it that I way agree i think he loses himself a I, bit I, in the I, 90s I'm, and I'm relies really and goes back to root to rely on it because he's a bit lost in the climate that's around him and for some reason interesting he, he interesting can't go to the places he used to go and i think a lot of the reason he can't get you go to the places he used to go is because wendy and lisa aren't there that that's part of it uh, and I think Eric Leeds isn't there to the same amount well, of uh, yeah. in some in some ways. I'm much more on your side with this, Paddy. I mean, I'm I was going to say pretty much exactly the same thing. And I think basically the, the musical landscapes changed, and you don't get to stay on the uh, on the cutting edge of the zeitgeist mm. for as long. Oh, we don't. We've got to do this podcast, guys. We've yeah, got yeah. to do this 80s, 80s 90s one, yeah. Well, it's not the, the beauty of it is it's not an 80s v 90s because we oh. all love it all, but uh, yeah, it's like it's not like I'm sitting here going, like, yeah. parade is trash. <laughs> like, like, it's like, <laughs> no, it's just like uh, I have to say, I love that stuff. I, I, I love it more. It's I just love, to, I'd love to go there po- a little bit more pointedly because I think okay. Andrew and myself are very much in the same camp over a lot of this, and it, it yeah. would be interesting to explore. How, yeah, we'll definitely do it next to explore time. how we see it. It, it would, yeah. yeah. Leah can be the judge, yeah, yeah. She can keep us all in order. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. So, fill you up would be I the next piece, guys. Monster track, monster, love track. it, yeah. And I prefer uh, this version to the uh, out like the 999 version. I love them both in very different ways, yeah. The, the 12 inch is, but again. Mm. Again, a lesser artist speeds it up a bit. Prince keeps it right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, by the way, a lesser artist doesn't even write it. We know that. Yeah. But, then, <laughs> but no, it, 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 it's absolutely. I mean, it's Camille. You're already. Yeah. You're already yeah. on to yeah. when it's Camille. Just, just doing this. Just get. Just carrying off 
a song called Fill You Up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it who who be, else could do that? It, it could it be any more Prince? It's a yeah. it's it's prime 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 stuff. I, I mean, another another artist would kill for that for a single, and for Prince, it's just a B side. If you put the four, if you put the four B sides as a one twelve inch EP, that would be a stunning EP. Yes. Right. If you think about it, two hundred balloons fill you up. Uh, I love you in me and sex. Yeah. Like as a four track EP, that's a pretty stunning EP. And the, on the, like from anybody else's point of view, especially at the time. And but it's like, oh no, these are the four tracks I've chosen this, this to is, kind of. This is this is Prince plus all the ones that don't get released. It's ridiculous. Yeah. This guy, like I've said this many times before, but the more you know about Prince, the less you can believe it. It doesn't make any sense. He was actually too good for this world. It's brilliant. Well, yeah. Well, this is a guy where the Truth album and One Night Alone were throwaways. Well, this is it. Like, <laughs> what the actual? But like, but like seriously, know. this is a guy who's like. Well, I'll give a love. I'll give a love bazaar to Sheila because I've got enough for myself. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Um, what do you think of "I Love You in Me"? I think it's amazing. Oh, "I Love You in Me" is fantastic. Yeah, I love. I love uh, another one that's really weird that uh, um, I was surprised to see this on the Gold Experience, like the Gold Tour, the European part of the Gold Tour, and and it's really weird that. At the first part, of the, like the European part of the tour, he a, a, um, plays I Love You In Me. And uh, and on the J- Japanese part of the tour, he plays Vicky Waiting. You know, like he's he's obviously listening to the Batman album around that time to just pick those two he also, he things also, out. Oh, right. Sorry, yeah. Um, like off that same tour, he's p- picking two kind of obscurities from like the Batman era. Oh, and it's oh, like, oh I did not know that. Yeah. Know that. He was, uh, he also, he was very good at not playing stuff that was just quite on the cutting edge of raunchiness for the Japanese audiences. Yeah. So that, that, he was always good about that, right? Um, yeah, I just think it's, it, again, it's a, it's another, just another absolute bonus as a Prince fan to have I Love You In Me because if, it, if you didn't know it existed, you'd never invent it. You wouldn't the, know what you were missing. And the harmonies on it, like, uh, yeah, stunning. Just crazy. Um, when we're making live, it's like surgery. It's it's an uncomfortable line, but it's also it's it's like yeah. weirdly a sexy song that could be easily be one of those kind of oh that's kind of yeah it's odd. Bit, it's, but it takes a, a bit, prince to sell it. It's a bit sore, isn't it? Or something. Yeah. The movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a fairly unpleasant line, but it's a yeah. song, and you just go with it because Prince was a. Absent Prince was a head case in the best way possible. Yeah, he was quite good, wasn't he, old Prince? Um, uh, he was all right. <laughs> and then, and then uh, he was all right. And then sex. Sex is a good song. Oh, yeah. That is a... Uh, uh, that that synth, that heavy synth bass line, that... Doo, 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 doo. Oh, it just... It's one of those kind of little motifs you can just listen to for ages. I can imagine, like, because there's... There's video of him doing this in a sound check, and I think it was like for 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And it was just like, I was here, just, I just remember there wasn't much going on stage in the video, but it's just like 30, 30 minutes of them kind of banging out the groove. And it's just that, in that way, it was just like, and it was like a new tour rehearsal. And it was just like, oh. I like it again because it's just, it's, it's very throwaway. It's like, I can't even really be bothered to make this seven minute song proper. I'll just go, 
I'll do all the women and all the men in it. Yeah. So he just goes like, eh, 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 instead of actually bringing women in, into the, or, you know, <laughs> backing, but it, it's just like, I'm just, it's just like, to me, it's like the perfect mix of lazy and yeah. industrious. I love it. I love how the little motif is very similar to the rave, like that kind of rave into the joy, fantastic motif. You know that, you know that, um, uh, you know that, you know, you got that, you know, you got that kind of little little angular figure. It's it just sits on it for seven minutes straight. Does not even give you one breakdown where it doesn't feature. Yeah, it's naughty, really. I like it. And just when you think it's like, oh, it's this this track is kind of about to end its you know end its um welcome type uh-huh. sort of things like well it's it's grooving along it's getting nowhere yeah, and yeah, yeah. and that's uh, exactly. that's when they kind of get up on the chair baby <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. It, 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 it let go, me dance it, under your skirt yeah. it, it goes nowhere and has a good time doing it i like yeah it. Jeepers. Oh. We, I think we did it, guys. I think we, yeah, it's, I think we did it. From that yeah, I'm not entirely sure how that works, but like, I'm, I'm definitely thinking, I think a lot more of Batman now than I did beforehand, and I loved it. Yeah, no, I'm the same. <laughs> I, I'm the same again. Yeah, it's almost like Prince album therapy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm a catharsis you don't need. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs>